from an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, the crying Jordan meme, Little Round Top, a return to colored pencils, and special guest, not Lance Armstrong. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ooh. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and good night. Welcome to season 11 of the Long Shot wow. Podcast. I am your host, still, after 11 seasons, yet to be fired. <laughs> My name is Sean Conroy. With me today on the podcast... The man who took a leisurely bus ride to get here, Mr. Joe Wagner. Hi, everybody. Feeling great about public transit, and it's ha I'm happy to see you guys on a Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And of course, the man who swallowed two whiskey bottles last night, not mm -hmm. bottles of whiskey, but actual bottles, and two full packs of cigarettes, Jamie Flam is here. Mm, this is a magic trick I don't recommend you kids do at home. <laughs> What's the trick? Being able to stuff that much shit down your throat. I didn't smoke the cigarettes either. No, I know. You yeah. ate them. Yes. <laughs> I love that this is Jamie. Fans who have been listening to the show, that was Jamie, if you didn't recognize who that was. His voice finally changed. Yeah, that was Jamie. He finally entered adolescence. I'm, I'm coming down with something. I don't think so. A, a, a bad case of soul. I feel like this is when Maria Bamford does like the strong, confident voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a totally different. And you're like, oh, it, you could talk like that all the time. Right. <laughs> you could talk like that all the time. Do I normally sound like Maria Bamford? No, you, just, <laughs> you normally sound Dead like Maria did. Bamford's version of herself is your version of yourself. Okay, interesting. Uh, all right. Well, it's time for a segment on the show. And of course, unfortunately... The talented, charming ray of sunshine, Amber Kenny, is not here today for the season premiere, but we may be speaking to her later in the episode. Well, where are we? We are at the Melrose Improv in a storage closet. Wait, can we say that? Yeah. We can say that sure. at this point. We can say the improv. Even though this is the headquarters of another podcast network? I think that's fine. They're, they're welcoming us here with open arms. They're what? <laughs> with open arms. On this afternoon. <laughs> noon. Uh, yeah, it's Sunday morning. It's very early in the morning. Uh, for us, anyway. I mean, what time did you go to bed last night, Joe? Great question, because I've been trying to change my sleep schedule. Me too, and it's very hard. I uh, My new thing is like... 2 a.m. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, like a like a normal adult. You get a decent night's sleep at two, if you go to bed at 2 a.m. Rather than... Fought between five and six. I went That's... to bed at four thirty last night. <clears throat> yeah, not because I was doing anything. Right, I was just awake. I do that every night. Uh, Jamie, what did you? How, what time did you go to bed last night? I was home by midnight, which is pretty good because I wasn't feeling great, and in bed by one thirty, and I think asleep by two. But then I was woken up by my my neighbors yet again. An epic <gasps> fight, doors Whoa. slamming, yelling. Did no. you ever call the cops on them? No. Why not? I, I get empathetic and I'm like, do you know how well do you, are you just like crossed by each other neighbors or do you know their names enough? Like I, I gave him my number the other night so he can come check out shows at the Hollywood improv. Right. This is the guy who's fighting with his, yeah. who, who's he fighting with his girlfriend? Uh huh. Mm. Does she live there? 
I think she does now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But she's there all the time. That's intense. What I'm curious, like, because I, I think I've been very lucky as far as all the places I've lived in L.A. I've never ended up next to something like that, which right. it can be very common, especially when you move around a lot in L.A. So what do you like? What's something that you remember hearing? Like, what is what's what are they saying to each other? Like, because I, I haven't had a fight in years. Yeah. That's why I avoid relationships. I mean, and so when people really go at it, like, what was but it? But when basically? you were in a relationship, did you have fights like that? Like screaming no, no, no. fights in the middle of the night? No, I had one I had one in one relationship, and that was enough for me. Yeah, I think I did that in <laughs> high school. But so, like, what are they saying when they're, like, if they're going at it that much slamming doors, like, what are they saying? Last night was kind of, I was half asleep through it. Oh, you can't, can't Usually, you sometimes it, it wakes me up, and I'm up, and I'm like, cursing them to hell but this one was just a surreal oh my god door slam like get the fuck away from me kind of stuff uh right. before the door slammed or after the door slam like i'm just trying to figure out what the point of the door slam was like it feels like you're walking away from someone and you slam door the door slam. so they don't follow you get yes the fuck away from me Bam. or was it just to underline what she was or no he it was, was saying i think she locked herself in the bedroom uh-huh and then he was trying to get in for a while Oh shit! Banging on the door. Yes, like Nicole and OJ. Yes, Jamie. This yes. is a. I mean, this is. I think it's good that we're recording this. Yeah, for, for legal documentation, <laughs> right? Because that's. I mean, you never know. Isn't that no, really? How, I feel like that's. Isn't that really bad? Isn't that what that the the, the runner Pistorius wasn't that part of the yeah, story of his he shot wife's death? through the door and she yeah because she had locked herself in the bathroom. Oh shit! Yeah, dude. Well, I'll keep my eyes open for possible murder. Yeah, suicide oh scenario. You don't even have to keep your eyes open. If that happens, you'll know. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You Actually, you know what? Sleep and wake up the next morning <laughs> to a bunch of police tape, and you'll know that a murder happened. But I'm saying, and I would say, keep your eyes shut. After a bunch of those things, I think it's okay for you to say, Is "Hello, nine one one. There's something bad happening next door. You guys should go check it out." Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, based because it's been leading up to this, or just even last night a door slam. Well, you said it's it's happened this before. It's been going on for a long time. It's happened before. There's been right. a few big fights in the last same the month. couple the same couple. Yeah, yeah. So be 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 alert, constant vigilance, head on a swivel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> throw that. No, throw, because what you're doing throw is throw going that into ah, the whirlwind. Well, it's them. It's not me. You know. It's well, not on your point? head if somebody dies. No, no, no. Of course not. Right. Well, I feel it's the difference. I haven't heard like a. I haven't heard a big. Jamie gets arrested as accessory. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, your Honor, I'd like to point out that Flam woke up several times in the middle of the night, refused to do anything, just went back to sleep, grumbled a bit. He did grumble. Uh, could we please uh, play the oh, long know, shot podcast for the uh, court? I haven't heard playback. Any- I uh, I was woken up in the middle of the night again last hey, night by my next door neighbors and um. I sound like Chucky. Hey, Jamie's like that's not my voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's clearly not my voice. Um, I was woken up in the middle of the night again by my neighbors. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, have you ever have you ever had a crazy apartment? I have, but not right next shit? to me. Like I, there was a there was a couple. How about that, the the Villa Elaine, I imagine there must have been there was, some. There was always stuff going on, but it was in the street. It wasn't in right. the apartment. Right. Um. But the way that building was built, or the way it was shaped, 
there was an archway in the front and then a courtyard in the back. Right. So it was shaped sort of like a megaphone. So anybody on the oh, street wow. was so loud. Right. It just funneled right up. And I was right on the courtyard. So I eventually got an incredibly loud noise machine um, to, to, to cover that. But no, there was there was a couple in my building where I live now. Um, she was a playboy. She had been a playboy right. model. Right. Oh. He was like a dude, Thank like just you, a bro dude, you know, like, <laughs> right. just like, and then he was like, I don't know. I would say he was like 10 or 12 years younger than she was. Ooh. And the cops were there, I would say four or five times. Oh, for, uh, they've moved out now. But at one point, you know how I have that huge plate glass window in front of my, in the front of my, like right by the by table the ki- in my by kitchen? By the table in the kitchen, yeah. yeah. Uh, he broke that window with a chair in their in their apartment. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Which is a huge. I mean, it's like probably what, you know, six feet yeah. by <laughs> five feet or yeah. something. Like it's yeah. a huge plate glass window. Right. right. And it was just covered by cardboard for like weeks after that. Uh, so it was pretty like. At one point, I, it wasn't me. This was when my my ex roommate and former sort of associate of the show, Charlie Sanders, was living with me. Um, Charlie just saw lights flashing outside and he went out to look to see what was going on. And the cops asked if they would, if he would let them in so they could go in right. and, and see what was going on in this other, because the people were not answering their, right. their buzzer. Uh, I've avoided a lot of that apartment <clears throat> stress where you just realize how, how much stress there is in Hollywood, especially people who are either aging playboy playmates <laughs> Younger, she wasn't aging. I mean, younger she was probably lovers. thirty. So well, I was you know. trying to make it more Hollywood, more <laughs> right. tragically Hollywood. She was in her mid fifties, <laughs> and she was like slowly. Her face was sliding. Let's just say that he's doing webcam shit. <laughs> this is so much. I mean, when you do see the, I have been able to experience it because of the move to downtown of lit, just you know literally seeing madness. Right, and Sean knows it too from right. His work. I mean, it's it's twenty four hours a day down there. Right. But in LA, it's like those are the. I think the flare-ups that you see are when you live in an, a, a, and there are many, there are thousands of these in LA. Those large apartment complexes mm-hmm. where there's a lot of people in one little mm-hmm. square rectangle of a place. Right, like downtown is madness, but it's literally mental illness everywhere. <laughs> right, right, right. But the thing we're talking about now is like. People kind of snapping, domestic squabbling, turning right. into something maybe a little more scary. We have a, right. the, a Russian couple. There's a lot of Russian people in my neighborhood. They but should how's the Reiki down. woman. How's the Reiki? Woman? She's so she's amazing. <laughs> classic. I, was, I just pulled a flam. A classic what? <laughs> he just flung a zinger. Uh, uh, they should singer. slow down the Russian people. Oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any more Reiki, by the way? Uh, credit where credit is due, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about right up Jamie's alley. <laughs> uh, you should, the, the loudest Russian yelling right. ever, like once a week. Uh, from, from where? Upstairs. Uh-huh. Very loud. Very uh, 3 a.m. That's another one. That's not a loudness. That's not uh, <laughs> not in the. It's a, one of the very loud, very oh three a.m. <laughs> I love that on Sunday mornings. I'm literally ten seconds behind every one of those. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm twelve seconds <laughs> But going back to the couple next door, I, at uh, what point? Sorry, one second. I also feel like just it's always going to be stressful to live around other people. 
Like, that's why I want to get the fuck out of where I'm living right now. Cause it's like everybody in there is a bunch of weirdos and I am too. And I want to be by myself, not right. around those people. Are right. you looking to move? Not really. But I mean, if I right. do okay, the next few years, I would like to. You yeah. Know? Some different mention. I'm getting into it. I'm sorry. So you were, you're about yeah. to ask a question oh. about this. Obviously couple is on at the what edge. point do you call the police? When I, I haven't heard any physical abuse. Like to me, that's the, the line where you hear like actual, Right. Do you but, call in? But yes. I, I mean, I agree. If you hear physical abuse, you should definitely call. But like, do you want to have to wait until that happens? Like, let's let's let the guy get a few licks in before I make a phone call. You know, <laughs> I did not say that <laughs> a few licks. in. <laughs> I, I say five, six licks. And then. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like what? I mean, it's definitely let's a see judgment. If a, let's see if it's a fair fight. Yeah, it's definitely a judgment call, yeah. you know. But what, are the, um, what can the police even do? Wouldn't they just be like, well, we have, there's nothing we can do. Well, or, here's the thing. There is, yeah, if you watch enough cops growing up, you like, there's nothing they can do. However, that if that happens, then that changes whatever cycle they're in simply because it happened, simply because the cops showed up and talked to them for 10 minutes. So either... Thing is, it could. I think it could still go either way. Either it helps diffuse it, or it might escalate it. But you never know. But you never know. So better to err on. What if I get murdered though for being the whistleblower? Yeah, that could happen too. I would protect yourself. Don't say anything. Keep your eyes closed. Head down, <laughs> straight ahead. Don't get involved in other people's affairs. I see nothing. I know nothing. And the tortoise retreats into his shell. <laughs> Schultz. Uh, <laughs> Do people even know Hogan's Heroes Tor anymore? <laughs> no, well, that's why I said it, because I knew you would know it. And now I'm, I'm thinking, warning you, Colonel Hogan. <laughs> Colonel Hogan. Do you know that I saw Cabaret, the play Cabaret on Broadway? With? Werner Klemper. Yeah. Mm. as the Jewish fruit vendor, which is the part that I played when I was in Cabaret in college. What's the name of the vendor? Uh, Herr Schultz? You would make Herr Schultz. a great funny Nazi, and I've never no, no, said no, that about anybody. I was the elderly anybody. Jewish fruit vendor. No, no, I was going to say I'm going to Hogan's Heroes. Oh. I could see you being a very funny Nazi. Anybody here from out of town? <laughs> you like the super... <laughs> I just thought of the character. You're like this super eager to please Nazi liaison. Mm -hmm. He's just always trying to just have everyone feel okay. I save these seats for you right <laughs> over here. Let me dust this off a little bit. Oh, just yeah, make yeah, sure yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. comfortable. <laughs> like, how can you, hate, how can I get you, you something to drink? Perhaps a cafe? <laughs> or as you say in English, a cafe? <laughs> no, no, no. Coffee. Coffee. Um... Yeah, I would be a funny Nazi. Rip. Oh, I was going to say Kofi Annan died. That is funny, though. Think about that. Hogan's Heroes, 20 years after World War II, they were doing a hilarious show about a Nazi prison camp. I know. You, can't, really you can't bring it up without thinking about how <laughs> TV was very different. It was a great show. It's a funny show. I mean, I think because then I think we're of that generation where it played on afternoon syndicated afternoon TV mm -hmm. all the time. Richard Dawson. Richard Family Dawson. Future host of The Family Feud. Bob Crane, if if you've never seen the movie oh, Autofocus, Auto give yeah. that one a shot. Uh, Bob Crane was an early pioneer in. Do you remember a movie called Videotaped Sex called Gus that Bob Crane was in? Yeah, it's a it's a Disney film about yes. a donkey. Yes, 
<laughs> that can kick a football. Yes. <laughs> if if his if his handler pretends to sneeze. Oh, that's the yeah. That's he's the, like this little Eastern European guy who goes oich, and then the donkey kicks a field goal from like a hundred yards away. Okay, now that sounds like a fun movie. This it's a Disney movie. God, there was that. And Bob Crane <clears throat> plays an announcer named Pepper who loses his voice. He's like. Like that was his big break into movies, right? Right, Disney, yeah, wholesome family. Good old, um, good old Bob Crane, <laughs> beat, beaten to death with a hammer in a hotel room. <laughs> he got into some shady stuff. <laughs> is is Gus okay? I, Oyich. You might have this scene in your head too, because I was a kid. I was young enough that it Dick freaked Butkus me is out. In that movie too. Is it is is it the movie where there's a scene where they're in a hospital and I think they're trying to get to the game in time, mm-hmm. and they go. They they cross an a big X ray screen. I don't remember because I think you see you see the guys. This is like early seventies. This is a long that, time. Yeah, ago. I know. And then you see the horse's skeleton, and they you know it was that effect. It was enough of that glowing skeleton effect. Yeah, like they go by the screen, so you see both skeletons. But it's animated. And it freaked me out as a kid. Mm-hmm. No, it's not animated. It's live action. Oh, it's live. Oh. A- yeah, it's live action. It's like air, but it was like a seventies air bud, basically. But the donkey, oh, the donkey like could it. kick f- field goals. <laughs> if it's and they true. won the Super Bowl, <laughs> and, and I think would, that's. A, I mean, it, they have to have right. Like when they're just the a, end of the movie, a I'm, loophole in the, the bylaws <laughs> that a donkey was allowed on the team. Yeah, somehow it worked. <laughs> they always every one of those movies has to have a scene where they're like, "Well, we che- we checked the bylaws. Yeah, it doesn't say no donkeys allowed." <laughs> Well, it looks like Pepper's lost his voice again. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it's time for a, a segment on the show that we like to call checking in. Let's start today with Joe. Joe, what's going on? Well, outside of all my good my good cheer right now and the laughing mm-hmm. and the good time that I'm having, I feel I sense a butt coming. There is. Uh, these oh, are no, dark, just, these are the dark here. day. Well, these are the, the I've, I'm entering the dark days of this month of february it's like the the hope of january is gone mm-hmm. um i've mentioned it before but anyway it's been continuing and that's one of the reasons why i'm trying to do something about the sleep schedule just so you you're more functional and less, more functional because yeah. i'm just retreating into you don't want to be you don't want to be batman sleep. you don't want to be like no crouched that's... on a parapet in the middle of the night watching <laughs> crimes go down and actually, can't do anything about it. Actually, Sean knows me well enough to know that's exactly what I want to be. If someone got me a realistic Batman suit and put me on one of those fucking gargoyles, I would fucking love that shit. <laughs> the first show you ever did that I produced, you did a whole Batman thing. Oh yeah, I did a I did a monologue in the dark, a standing on dark, top of a box with music from the Dark Knight soundtrack playing that ended in a rousing call to vote for Obama. <laughs> this was Ridic- a while ago. Ridiculous, yeah, it was 2006. a while ago. Yeah, um, but it, it, I've been sleeping. I know that I've been day sleeping too much, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I'm trying. To, I'm trying anything to kind of snap out of it. The two things I'm trying are, like I said, changing the sleep schedule, and then I'm very consciously trying to not be online. As reflexively or unconsciously as so I've been. So fucking hard to do. Yeah. Well, this is the first time that I I'm feel like really going to try it. I feel like a with a bunch of pellets. Like, I'm just right. like, and yeah, and yeah, what else? What else? Right. What else? Right. What else? Yeah. What's going on, on on this website? What's going on in that website? More information. Let me click this Are link. you doing Let's that right what's... before bed? 
I do it right before. I do Me it too, all bed. the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, 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 uh, and it makes my mind race. Yeah. And then when I go to bed, makes you know? it really tough to sleep. Yeah. That's why I did it the last couple nights when I've gone to sleep. I'm like, God damn it. Trump makes some really good points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's nothing like falling down a comment wormhole, mm-hmm. especially when it's, if it's some very partisan site, you know, like if you just start reading, if you start reading conservative comments on Trump's of Trump supporters, oh God, the weirdest thing is when you do make the loop and you're like, well, I understand. <laughs> like, I get, <laughs> yeah, I, I get, it. I get why they're so afraid. I get why they're so afraid, but you know, it's still irrational. But anyway, um, I've just been. Here's the new thing I've been trying to do is literally an hour before falling going to sleep not being online mm-hmm. and this is speaking of apartments because who's like gonna people. who's gonna email you at that hour or facebook message you that you can't get back to the next <clears throat> yeah day? and you know what i mean here's it's like it's like it's like weaning yourself off anything so it's like my nicotine patch is like my the phone mm-hmm. so the phone i'll put to the side and if something comes to mind then I'll either I'll either tweet it or post it or whatever, but I'm not checking. Oh, that's right. You have that thing where you fucking tweet well, all night long. Yeah, I it's have like, certain what is hours. What's going on, Joe? <laughs> Jesus, that's go to just, bed. This is just my hours. Those are just my hours, and I'm you know my head is. This is what we were talking about the en- the excess energy. Your head's whirring mm-hmm. and it's like going. You spit shit out. But anyway, I've been so I I, I the last two nights I've sat in this. I have this little easy chair that's by one of the windows and it's the loft windows. It's a little bigger and I'm doing the full on rear window. Like I can look across my building and I see inside the apartments, you know, the other people's apartments and I'm trying to like position the chair so it doesn't look like I'm just staring right at them. And so that they don't necessarily see me. But you are me. staring up. No, I mean, I'm seeing like, I'm now I'm seeing more of an angle. But I mean, I could literally just stare into people's places. And if their curtains are all open? Well, some people's are, you know, yeah. And some people shades are Shades are all up? Some shades are up, some shades are the down. The shutters are all you can. Uh, I can see into some other people's apartments. I can uh-huh. clearly see cool. into their apartment. What do they do? Well, that's the thing. You don't see, you actually don't see that much. I mean, and just again, like last, the last few nights, it's just been me and I'm not, I'm trying to like, do you have binoculars? No, no, no. And I, I've been lighting candles. Do you have like a zoom on your phone to see better? (laughs) But um, basically what's happening is I've been sitting in my chair with candles lit by a window, Mm -hmm. trying not to spy on other people, but hearing like listening to the city i think that's become my new it's it's been a de facto meditative listening to the city man listening to the city man i'm just being with my thoughts i love it it's got a heartbeat (laughs) the other night though it's got a song it's i started eating (laughs) chips i started eating potato chips in the chair and I got too self-conscious that someone would just be <laughs> staring at me like, oh, oh, there he is. Now he's eating potato chips in his chair. <laughs> honey, honey, come here. The potato chip guy's back. 
<laughs> well, on Friends, didn't they have that? Like, wasn't that one of the things on Friends? Like, naked fat guy or something? Like, they would look at some guy in his other Are in you his naked? apartment. No, I mean I'm fully clothed. I look. I think I look. I think I look normal, but just a dude with candles eating potato chips in the window in an armchair. <laughs> sure, let's listen into the city. <laughs> Anyway, that's my new that's my new meditative technique. That's mm-hmm. that's what I can. How high up are you? Tenth floor. Tenth floor. That's pretty high. I, I like Which chakra. What's that? Nothing. It says I don't. Oh, I don't know anything about chakras. I don't know if I'm aligning anything. If it's been, it's felt good. I like. I mean, I like living in downtown for that reason. I like listening to. I like hearing people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's music to my ears. Mm-hmm. Someone's distress. Now, you know, you just hear, you hear activity. You hear people, you know, you hear, you hear everything. And you hear your thoughts, too. I mean, that's the, that's the reason why I'm trying to reduce the online shit. Because I know all it is, it's basically a silencer for your thoughts. To be just clicking from tab to tab to tab to tab. Wait, what's the silencer? The the the, the internet. Yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. internet. It's like to dampen all that shit mm-hmm. and not think about. So you know, so the last two nights when I've been in bed, I'm I don't have the laptop open. You know, fucking six inches away from my face. It's like total darkness. Just the phone for uh, two feet away from your face. The phone is three feet away at the corner of the bed. Mm-hmm. But uh. I bought an alarm clock that I haven't used yet, so I wouldn't have to use my phone because that was my excuse for having it next to my bed. Because uh, I'll sometimes turn it off, right? Put it down, and five minutes later, just turn the light back on and grabbing the phone and going back to it. Like I did, I had that last night. I had that last night where I just had to keep, but I had to, you know, try to stop it. Anyway, we'll see if it produces a change. But I'm trying Good something luck. different. Thank Good you. Luck. Thank you, uh, Jamie. What's yeah. going on with you? Well. Going back, I think I talked about it maybe last season, but an interview. Last, all the way, I don't even remember what happened last season. <laughs> last week. This uh, is the somebody, 11th season. There was season. somebody who commented on the website who was like, God damn it, why do you guys change seasons? <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, they were like, oh, that I remembered. It's inane. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which was hilarious because we didn't even know until Jamie came in and was like, let's make this the last episode of the season. It was like, all right. Hey, you know what? I don't question the programming executives. <laughs> It felt right. The brass. Sometimes you got to go with feelings. Yeah. Season. Hey, you know what? New place. This is a new place. We're in a new place. New season. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Rick Rubin was interviewed by Tim Ferriss for his podcast, talking about the circadian rhythms. Oh. I just remember Sean calling me out because I said circadian, which is an insect. Yeah, cicada. Yeah. <laughs> I will call people out on that shit. That's yeah. <laughs> Big difference between circadian rhythms, which is once every seven years, it's like and that, circadian rhythm, which is all day, every day. That uh, classic book, the guy who wakes up and he's a cicada. And his, Kafka, Metamorphosis. Yeah. Mm. And his rhythms. Metamorphosis too. He has, circadian, <laughs> he has circadian rhythms. But getting up and going outside. He's having a garage sale. They're like, how much is this? And he's like, cheap. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Hot room. Thank you. (laughs) That is a hot room. Someone, of course, I'm like, do they really cheat? Is that what they say? (laughs) No. (laughs) They do have an annoying chirp, though, and they never stop. 
I didn't hey, you don't have thank by the way, one great great thing about your clubs here at the improv, we're at the world famous improv, everybody. You don't have any crickets in your <laughs> club. Not that I've heard. Are there other ones that there's one at the uh, Nerdmount that is classic. I did a I did a show once down in San Diego and there was a cricket, a cricket in the room. And so anytime I stopped talking and people weren't laughing, <laughs> you just heard a cricket chirping and it, I was like, This is like literally the a nightmare. Of- like <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> You can't fight. Right. I, I was like, I feel like I'm doing okay, but obviously right. the cricket doesn't agree. Uh, so what happened, Jamie? Uh-oh. Circadian oh, rhythms. Oh, I, just the main thing was every day. So Rick Rubin would sleep until like 5 p.m. every day. It's just a really interesting interview. but right. I, Because that was his thing. That was his thing. So much easier when you're a rich right. genius. Well, no, right. yeah, he hired... <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> he hired a guy like that he paid to live with him to help break his bad cycles. But oh. he would have him wake up God, every day. I wish I had that job. And first thing before you do anything, go outside, see the sun. Right. And that would help uh, the circadian rhythm. Right, right. So start his... It's funny, I just bought a new alarm clock myself. And the way this clock works is you set the alarm. Classic so far. And 20 minutes or half an hour, depending on how much you want, before the alarm goes off, the light, starts to come on ah. and it starts in like a red tinge like a sunrise and then becomes uh, a full-on light where the f- what and is then, it brooks did you go brookstone or something no it was just on Order amazon it? nice yeah. and uh, i read about it somewhere right and they were like it's changed my life and blah blah, yeah, it's blah. like a skyball kind of thing <laughs> and it's like it's not and, and the problem is it's not supposed to wake you up earlier so that's what i'm trying to use it for now and that's not really right. what it's for but what it's for is like if you get up at the same time every day you know, say you get up at eight o'clock every morning and you're groggy when you wake up. Supposedly, if you use this thing, you'll be awake when you wake up. In other words, you right. won't be, it eases you yeah, into so, and that it has to do with sunlight, basically. Yeah, right. it's, it's that makes light, sense. You yeah. know, I want to get one. So what happened, Jamie? So my checking in. Uh, let's go there. Let's go there. Um, this past week, a couple things. One, I finally hired an assistant. Congratulations. I am um, regretfully, I regret to say it's not Amber. Right. I regret that you say that too. I know. I think a lot of people do. Um, and Why she, not Amber? She was definitely. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. You know, let's, let's have it out. And you know what? You know? She's not here, so it's cool. You can say no, it. No, I was going to. Well, she won't, she won't listen she to the show. <laughs> no, Amber was a, uh, she was till the very end, one of the top choices and. Ultimately, a lot. You did of, not give her a rose. No, but there, I, I interviewed like ten people, and I would say six or seven of them are people that I've known for years that I'm, right, in some measure, friends with. So it was, it was not, even more than Amber. A lot of people like had to make these calls and be like, "I'm sorry." Right. But the biggest thing was I had to make that dividing line at people, not um, comedians, not comedians. Right. That was the big thing, and. Uh, because that was ultimately going to get in the way. and Because you don't want somebody running things at the improv who's also interested in performing. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hypocrite. <laughs> Listen, there's only one spot. <laughs> and the position is filmed. Um, Mr. To Fan. my credit, I basically only perform here at this point. Uh Right, but whatever. That's that's neither here nor there. Uh, so you have an assistant, and does that has that helped so far? So after one week, yes, 
She, um, that's great to hear. And I, it's, it's Sam Varela. Sam Varela, friend of the show, former producer. Yes. And she's and after she's taken over social media in house. That's already dramatically different. Wait, in house social media? As opposed to when we farm it out to our digital department who's not here. Right. So it's so happening. having someone here, here that understands. As exactly. soon as you start speaking that corporate bullshit, I'm lost. <laughs> When I say the word digital? No, when you're like, we farm like it out to our digital, our, like, we farm it out means we're going to send it to somebody else, to our digital department. That's fair. Does the improv outsource any work to child labor overseas at all? No, I'm, I'm not that Should I know we of. make a Kathy Lee Gifford reference that's like 15 years old? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to lose at this point. You guys are Ouch. talking about this Hogan Certainly show. she was not afraid of using 15-year-old things. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> it took took you a while, but you got her eventually. Yep. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, bu- bu- bu. So, so now helping. you have, yeah, you have an assistant. Oh, just to have one it. week, and she's starting to get the flow of my emails and helping me. Right. It's going to take a few weeks before I'm fully right able to dive into the stuff I really want to. But it's happening. But it's happening, and she's been here almost every night. You know, just you know, diving into the culture of it all, and right. it's been awesome. And what's cool is she does know everybody. And they're all excited to have her here. And so it's been cool. It really is going to take a lot off my plate so I can focus on. Great. The on performing. <laughs> on, on producing and programming for this club. So that's one thing. Thank you. And, and so how do you feel like that's going right now? Talk about some of that online positive feedback you've gotten, dude. Yeah. Po- on podcasts. Nerdist. Oh, yeah. That was a good thing this week. Um. Chris Hardwick was here a couple weeks ago. Um, he hit me up because he was working on a material for a special. And he came here one night and he did two shows in the main room. And then came over and did the lab, which is starting to happen. Right. Um, that crossover. And he talked about it on Nerdist, which uh, about how he loved being here. And how him and the guys on that show talked about how the club, the clubs in LA are feeling like they're coming back. Right. And, you know, having validation and that, knowing that millions of people are listening to that podcast. Right. Um, it, what was his special called? Was it ta- Talking What? Because I, I know he has Talking Dead, Talking Saul. What What was his? Oh, uh, talking, talking, talk, talking, talking, talking. Talking jokes. Talking, I don't know. Talking heads. Nope, can't do it. Uh, but no, it's cool just to get, to get that validation and, and uh, people, other people hear about it in a very public forum. Right. And I think you're going to see hopefully more and more of that and... It's working. What's, what's helping the sh- What's helping the club be better? Besides oh. you, I know you are. <laughs> the lab. I know. I think the, for the first time in my five years here, we have a team in place with Rita running the place, right? Where there's a unified vision, and everyone is really excited about it. And then the the corporate people are putting a lot more trust into us than they ever have. But the lab, I think, just helps bring a, a new, fresh audience in. It makes this place a little bit more dynamic. Everyone's back to the main bar. For the last two years, we were in that weird space where we had two right. bars and you didn't really know where to be. I was always looking right. for Jamie yeah. in the wrong bar. Yeah. Right. And then I would run into somebody I didn't want to see. And the old and bar. you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and the old bar ended up kind of being emptier than the new bar. Yeah. Like people just weren't going to the old bar anymore. Right. You go Which, in there, there'd be like one person. Yeah, there's like one person. No, and it's and a huge bar. In the last two months... Most nights of the week now, everyone's back at the bar. Right. Friday night was an exciting night. It was our first, we had four shows in the lab, starting at six o'clock, a live podcast, 
than a second live podcast. Why not go four? You know, holy like, why not moly. go four p.m. and start then. <laughs> we'll be, like, that or might twenty-four happen. hours. Like, the, be the first twenty-four hour comedy club. Jamie, you know? I'd like to do a pancake breakfast show. Stand ups, all the pancakes you can eat. I love that idea. I think we should do like a a, a brunch on Easter here. Sunday. On Easter Sunday. With and a blessing all from a rever all reverent yeah. material, please. Somebody gives a, uh, a, a, a presentation about the <laughs> about the the resurrection of Christ. Yeah, and then we go into stand up. You know, <laughs> he had no choice but to stand up because That's, he was nailed to the cross. He's the original. Let's welcome our next is, guest. I was raised Catholic. <laughs> so was I, my friend. So I know. Was I. <laughs> that would be a nightmare show. <laughs> Okay, first up, we have somebody to give a presentation about the Shroud of Turin. Is this the face of Jesus Christ on his burial shroud or not? Oh, my God. Um, I'm in. And please help yourself to more pancakes. More pancakes. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's a, you, the lab is, I think it's totally re-energized. And people are, people are noticing, which is the cool thing. Like, that's the result that you want. And it feels like something are, like that. Like noticing success begets success. Like people right. then go, okay, let's do more of this, and it becomes mm -hmm. a momentum thing. Well, more of the more of the main room comics are doing drop-ins. Mm -hmm. You're kind of saying, which I think is cool. But also, the main room seems to be picking up a bit. Yeah, I think it's uh, they're they're um, helping like each one other. thing that you have talked about is wanting to book more shows in there. Mm -hmm. And do you feel like that's happening? Not in the way I want quite yet. Where because the the vision I have is we have so many outside produced shows right. and outside promoters and some of them are great. Some of them are not as great. Right. As those as, shows generally are just about getting as many people in there as possible. Yeah. Well, that's they're not about the quality of the show. Yeah. But now with Sam working and that was another factor in, in bringing her on is her experience in producing and promoting shows. So having someone that can do that in here where we don't rely on all these outside producers to, to do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I can just book the line. Can you farm that out to your, <laughs> digital in-house social media team yeah on the farm <laughs> i've never said the farm it out thing it was kind of weird <laughs> that's you what i'm saying I like have... you've never taken anyone behind the barn on the, the woodshed have you no no not the woodshed oh, I, the haystack? Just, I just meant kill him not molest him oh no 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 no. <laughs> no you take somebody behind the woodshed to give him a whipping not molest him oh i thought you beat them oh i was have you never read Grimm's fairy tales that's too <laughs> grim. Hmm. Uh, what else, Jamie? So that's cool. <laughs> and then the Still last makes me laugh to hear that, by the way, and not be a listener. <laughs> but what else, Jamie? So the last thing is, I launched a new podcast, uh, yet another new podcast. That's right. Uh, but this one, my life is a whirlwind. Let me take on more. <laughs> it's so dumb. But it was something I felt I had to do. And obviously I come on this podcast and talk about the ups and downs of running a club. Right. But I needed a place to just focus on the whirlwind. And also I wanted to do a podcast that the comics and people in that world can listen to and really see the other side of it. A little behind the scenes. So because my life, as I've talked about a million times, is fielding hundreds and hundreds of emails from comics and right. industry. So to be able to have them hear... In one place. Plus chicks and booze and all that stuff. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> so this is a podcast where I talk to other bookers, uh, people that make decisions and uh, producers and right. people that book festivals. 
Um, I'm going to have Mike still on who books UCB. So just to get it from all angles, starting with comedy and have those conversations. So comics and performers and people can see what, what the other side looks like. These are the things that are really frustrating as far as approaches to trying to get stage time. Here's the things that we really look for and we like, um, what are they that we like or the frustrating things? We white, don't know. white men, first of all. Shit. Just, <laughs> yeah. I am so fucked. Mostly white dudes. There's a lot of that, but that's, uh, well, the first episode I, I, I will you address diversity in comedy? Yeah. <clears throat> I know you will. Absolutely. I trust you. Oh, I did another podcast yesterday. This guy, Earl Skakel, who um, is a comedy Earl, guy. man. Huh? I know Earl. Earl. He's a good man. <clears throat> but we talked about that on the podcast and, uh, how many have you done already? I recorded four episodes and they'll start coming out weekly and it's called gatekeeper and it's kind of tongue in cheek, but, um, it's so far the, the is somebody, the key good. master on the show. <laughs> no, but it's, someone definitely tweeted something like mm -hmm. asking who that key master was. I listened to the first episode of Jamie's podcast. You did, did you listen to it. No, you did. Yeah. Uh, it's only, it's only what, like 10 minutes long, right? Oh, like, the six minute little. The little first one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm scared of your feedback on that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's great that you're doing this. It was hilarious because the end of the podcast, six minutes long. Yeah. A teaser. Right. The end of it is Jamie going, I'm sorry about this. Next time, <laughs> next time it'll be better. It won't be so boring. I forgot about that. <laughs> like that was how it ended. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, Jamie, if you're going to do a podcast, own that shit. Well, here's the thing. I, I was. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry to bore you for the last six minutes. You know what? This Next might... time it'll be better. I'll have someone interesting on besides myself. This might not work. I don't know what I'm doing. Listen to Gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah that was basically <laughs> it. Like I was listening to it. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, it was not that bad. But that's class. I mean, that's classic. That's just you. Well, um, actually, we should introduce Andrew, who's a hey. This is Andrew, now our new producer of the. We have a our new producer. Hello, we have a producer of the podcast uh, that's not me, that uh, is actually helping organize and do a lot of stuff. Anyway, thank you. We have a new guy. He'll be he'll be around. He also has his own podcast. Yes, called the CISO C Show, which I would definitely recommend checking out. Um, because I've listened to a couple episodes and it's, it's really good. It's very well. Produced. What is it about? What is it? A, what is, go ahead, Andrew, please. Uh, it's just, it uses CISO as a jumping off point to talk about comedy. What is and CISO life. by the way? CISO is a uh, streaming comedy channel from NBC and has great shows like uh, gentlemen lobsters and the <laughs> UCB show. And what does that mean? A streaming channel from NBC? It's uh, like a, a channel, but it's on internet and apps only. It's not on normal tv so you just go to cso.com like netflix or the comedy central for only 3.99 a month correct yeah and today it's free but this and is coming out but this today. is coming out later yeah today is the day of ha according to CISO. but that is the network that i did gentlemen lobsters for mm -hmm. which is coming out i thought it was coming out in march but now i found out it's not coming out till june i think they're still figuring their stuff out like one of the right. things they said for us was <clears throat> We're going to put out one episode a week because that way people will anticipate it and they'll sign up. And then I found out recently that it's like, no, we're going to put them all out at once, you know, right. like streaming uh, right. all at once. Right. Um, because I think that's the model for yeah. those shows, yeah. you know. Um, all right. What else, Jamie? I think that's it. I mean, it's funny. I just the, the think of the tag. I added that later. I think there was a full cut. 
And then I was like, I just want to address the fact that I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't believe he pulled the ripcord at the last second. I wasn't. The, I was not the full Jamie Flam ripcord. It was just like a, eh, it's a little bit dry. <laughs> It'll be funnier. I, I was. I was so I like self-conscious. That. I like that about yourself. You've always had the that kind of with the uh, <laughs> low show po like promos that you do and stuff. I like that style of yours. But I think overall, what it does, I get frustrated by that yeah. style. <laughs> wait, 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 what style? <laughs> You know, where you're like... Of backing off and basic, going, sorry about this, but check this out. Yeah, two minutes in, you start listening to your, <laughs> to yourself, and then you're like, is that what I sound like? And so then you start to compensate for that, and that's funny, because it doubles back very quickly. I'm sorry. I'm a gatekeeper. I'm sorry. But that... It's, yeah. Well, but... I think it's the because, first episode. I think I'm... I, I'm really challenging myself because that's probably uh, one of the biggest things that's holding me back as a human being. Right. Not feeling comfortable in my own skin. Right. And now I'm, I'm really challenging myself. But I so think to, to do like a, t- a four second little aside versus like a <laughs> what could have been a major flame out. <laughs> I think that's flame out. <laughs> Just, Jamie came with like seven pages that he wanted to do for that intro episode, and I cut it down to I love eight it. minutes. <laughs> I love it. I wanted to say everything. Dude, that's a great sign that you're doing this. You have shit to get out. No, that, that that's absolutely it. It's it's I want to really get specific right. and show people how insane this world is. I think it's going to hum- human <laughs> Folks, this this podcast is about showing people how insane this world is. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Gatekeeper. Well, here's we, we live got, in a crazy. We, look, we got Syrian refugees, and the number of emails I get is crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're living in an insane world. ISIS is trying to form a caliphate in the Middle East. They are cutting people's heads off. Donald Trump is talking about dipping bullets in pig's blood, and I get tons of emails. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, that's a perspective uh, perspective booster, as I like to call it. It's true. It's true. I mean, it's true. You do get a lot of emails. It's <laughs> it's all relative. It's all relative. Um, the other side of it, though, is showing. I want. I'm going to be talking to people, the gatekeepers that I I want to uh, figure out how to talk to. The uh, I want to sell TV shows. I want to figure out how to. to Will you guys meet like Eyes Wide Shut style? By the way, the gatekeepers. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you do when you have meetings. I never saw Eyes Wide Shut. It's creepy. There's an orgy there scene. There are people in robes. Pretty funny. It's like a cult. The gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, I will <clears throat> just very briefly say that. I am still embroiled in credit card fraud. I have not checked my uh, so credit well, rating, which I was told to do because, because that, of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, because of the same because of the long shot podcast. This is like part two, basically the after effects on you. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a credit card in the mail the other day, which I knew was coming. Unlike the long shot podcast credit card i got my personal credit card which had to be renewed because it was expiring the first of march i open the mailbox i pull out the envelope i realize there's a credit card in there and i had the feeling you have when somebody runs a red light right in front of you and you jam on the brakes and they just miss you right of like oh thank god Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, this could have been so much worse. Like, right, right. Um, because, got to yeah, because that would have been my personal account. Like, I don't give a shit about the money we're not touching, right. you know, but this, this would have been. This is your personal yeah. fortune. It's not a fortune, but it's at least $100. Wow. You know? Hey, um, sitting pretty. From where I'm <laughs> but then, you know, I had to go, I had to go to the bank, to Amber's bank to sign forms, forms. And it's hilarious because I don't even understand the technicality of all this, but if Amber were here, she, she could, she could run it. us through she, it. Yeah. She knows bank. But because they took money out and put money into the account. That's two different cases, so we have to deal uh, with two, like, in other words, <laughs> even though it's the same account, same people, right? criminal activity, sometimes they're putting money in, that's one form of crime. <laughs> sometimes they're taking money out, that's another, and it's like, don't you understand those two things go together? Right. Um, Redundancy. Yeah, and so I was sitting in the bank, Amber and I were sitting there for like two hours, like signing these forms and faxing things, and you know, I was like, thank God for Amber, number one, and thank God for the person who works for her at the bank, who was right. taking care of all this stuff, because I would just lose my mind. The right. way the people were talking to her, they, they kept putting on her on hold, and they were like, we're not sure what we're supposed to get from you. Like, they didn't even know, they didn't even, and then the other thing was, when I called them, I don't even remember the order of these things happening. Anyway, they they were like, can we just go through and make sure we have all the right information for you? And I was like, yeah, please, let's do that. So whenever they had my right address, they had my right uh, phone number. And they were like, and what's your mother's maiden name? And I said, it's, you right. know, Mixapultulk or whatever right. my mother's maiden name is. <laughs> and they were like, uh, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah, it is. And she's like, that's not what it says here. And I was like, okay, but that's her maiden name. And she's like, it says this here. It says right. finger bottom, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, it's not finger bottom. It's mixable. <laughs> and she was like, oh, they must've changed it when they, but I guess what's upsetting about that to me is that that is like, that means somebody called the bank. They didn't even come into the bank. They right. did it over the phone. Right called the bank and said, I'm Sean Conroy. And they said, Here's what's your name. mother's maiden name? And they said, it's this. this. And they were like, no, it's not. And they just changed it. Like, what's yeah, the fucking point? Red flag city, yeah. I feel like that's a fireable yeah. offense by yeah. the person who right. talked to them on the phone. You know, like, what's the point of giving out that information? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I'm expressing correctly what's <laughs> upsetting about that but like no, you know how you open something and there's certain security like right what's the street you grew up on right main street uh no it's not it right. says here first street oh okay yeah i grew up on first like so why are you even asking me these questions right. i agree with you in general there are certain jobs that if you don't do it well you should not be doing you should be i think most you know, jobs Excuse. You think there are certain jobs that if you are bad at them, you should be kept on? <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying you should be. No, I know, but you're saying go. there are certain. You, you said there oh. are certain jobs that if you're not doing them well, you should be let go. Yeah. And I'm saying so there are certain jobs that if you're not doing them well, you should be kept on. Circle. K yeah. Employee. Yeah. Like what? Well, I mean, things that don't affect things that don't affect a certain host of security. the Gatekeeper podcast. <laughs> That's His job is secure. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, things like, 
Well, law I mean, well, law enforcement is one I've always thought, and not to get too political here on the show. That if you're bad at it, you should be kept on. No, no, I'm just saying that's one that specifically where like your first, I don't know, maybe two infractions. I'm like, and then you're out. But I mean, you know, if you work at a store, customer service, shitty customer service, it doesn't, you know, it maybe fucks up with your day a little bit. I think, but it's not, it's not that bad. But I mean, anything that's like, again, like bank, money, legal, financial, food, worldwide. You should know what's, you know, I mean, you should do it. You've got to, you have to maintain a certain level of professionalism. I was going to say professionalism on this fine afternoon. Uh, All right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So let's do that. And we will be back in a moment with more Sunday morning lung shut. Hey, everybody. This is Jamie Flam from the Long Shot podcast that you're currently listening to with some reminders of where you can find us on the internet. On Twitter, at Longshot Podcast. On Instagram, at Low Show Po. On Facebook, you can go to our group page, facebook.com slash group slash Longshot Podcast, or just our fan page, facebook.com slash Longshot Podcast. We're on Tumblr. I don't know if it's being updated currently, but there's some stuff there, the longshotpodcast.tumblr.com. And finally longshotpodcast.com welcome to our next season uh we would love to not throw so many websites at people at once there's no okay that's an inability my home address yeah put that in there no guys it was going so well uh this is a new season and we want to rise above we've kind of hit a plateau in the last what six years. What the fuck are you about? talking about? Uh, we just like, we've never made a big push with social media. So now I think we should re-engage and try to get that number one spot on iTunes. So go to iTunes, find us, rate us if you haven't, give us a review. Uh, go to all of our pages and click on the buttons and we, we can still take some donations. We're still dealing with the, uh, this fallout from a credit card thing. This is the best promo ever. It's so unfocused. It's so all over the place. I think I hit a lot of great bullet points that our fans or our listeners yes. are going to love. Yes, you did. So thank you for your patronage. And we're really focused. We'll and enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, all right, we're back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. It is Sunday in the AM. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, and Joe, you said you wanted to talk Sunday, a little bit about our, our listeners. Sunday. Yes, our listeners, our fans. You guys made me laugh so much this week. Um, first of all, uh, I thought I think her name is Jan. Moffat? Is, is it Jan Moffat? And the name... Brady? Right. Yeah, Jan Moffat. No, Jan Moffat, I want to give a special shout out to Jan who wrote a very sweet thing um, about the show and me being on the show so far. And, oh, it's uh, like the best season. And that means a lot to me because I sometimes I do get a little self-conscious. I think maybe I don't. Sometimes I feel like, oh, fuck, if Eddie were here, it'd be a longer act out. So she's saying up till now the show was not good. 
No, Sean, she's not saying that at all. Jan has loved the show since the beginning. Jan is that's she even said that in her post. She's been a longtime fan. She was she's been listening. Longtime listener, first time fan. Since episode six. Since episode six. That's when things really started. But she to just she wrote a very sweet thing, and I thank you, Jan. Um I don't know why I haven't Facebook friend requested you yet. I'll I'll get on that. Um but uh Facebook friend requested. Is that a is that a hyphenate word? Like one one word? I think it's Facebook. I don't yeah. know why I haven't requested your friendship on Facebook yet. I think it's Facebook then friend hyphen requested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then the other thing, the other thread was the conspiracy thread on the credit card debit card mm-hmm. on the that deb- was really funny i never even thought about that when we were talking about it last Neither week did i and my mind doesn't and then when work i saw the way. artwork for it i was like oh yeah that makes sense because <laughs> i never listened Look to those that i never listened eyes. to those podcasts i never listened to serial right, right. neither do I. I never watched the making of a murder right i'm so not into that stuff i and am then, not either but it was so good and then our fans I've never seen scandal did you so this thread you know the fans were like they were bringing yeah, in really Jamie, jamie's yeah. dad because he's oh, a locksmith oh jamie dude they were like well because jamie mentioned his father on the show right. how did my dad come up in the last one you were saying that the biggest business they have oh now right, right is, is right. mail fraud right yeah oh that makes him a suspect for sure <laughs> <laughs> the flag well, he was he was referred to as a known associate of mine right, right. <laughs> So great job, fans! You guys are very funny, and uh, it's always fun. I it's just as entertaining to see what you guys are doing online and on our Facebook. Well, I think we can page. say now that part of our mo for this season is to start incorporating it more. Yeah, we want to be even more connected. Incorporating what more? Just the 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 content that they're creating. Um, well, with um, our new producer might help. We have these things An in front exchange. of us now that. We can see it and interact more. We want to be more interactive with our fans. I heard a guy on the bus today thank another dude as he was leaving for, instead of saying like, hey, it was great talking, he said, thank you for the exchange of ideas. So I think that's like basically what we're saying. You were riding the bus with Galileo and Sir Isaac Newton. (laughs) Cool. You're correct, sir. Gravity is a real thing. Sean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't that high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Galileo was a total fucking nerd. Yeah, apparently. The sun is actually the center of the solar system, not the Earth. Ah, shut up, Poindexter. And it's possible that the sun is not even the center of the universe. With shades of baseball announcer. We're all the centers of the universe. We have, so speaking of exchange of ideas, Andrew put out a tweet, said, recording a new episode tomorrow, anything you'd like to hear us chat about, and we got some responses. So we're going to talk about these responses. Let's go down the list. Let's just go down the list. At the Indigi? At the Indigi. I believe believe that's Gabriel. I could be wrong. It it is. I think it is Gabriel. Okay. The crying Jordan meme. That's a meme. Now what? Okay. First of all, crying Jordan, that happened when he was doing his Hall of Fame acceptance speech. Right. He was so moved. He was entered into the Hall of Fame. Right. He started crying and then he went on stage and he ripped a new asshole for every person that he'd ever worked with for the last 35 right. years. Right. I heard right? about that speech. Like yeah. it's on YouTube and he yeah, basically yeah. shat on his high right. school coach who he had right. flown there to see it. Yeah. Real, real fucked up thing. Um, but dick. now, so how, what did people do with that crying they, thing? They cut, uh, they, they take his head, 
where he's crying and they photoshop it on people or they like just on write, who on what people uh and how do you know it's that person if they don't have a head well that's yeah. one form of it the other one is just taking the picture and putting something on it something funny or whatever but the photoshop one of oh, they did it um oh who did i they saw i saw it might have been like a political candidate I saw recently mm-hmm. that lost or something, so they put it on him. Was it Jeb Bush? No, it wasn't Jeb, but Jeb's done. Was it Donald Trump? Oh, I'm seeing it now. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, no, it's- the first time I became aware of it was Draymond Green, who is the <laughs> center for the Golden State Warriors, was selected to be on the All-Star team. He wasn't voted on, but he was selected to be on the All-Star team. Okay. And he found out when he was having an interview on the air, I don't know who the guy was, but it was like Fox Sports News or something like that. And the guy, and it was interrupted by his mother on the phone to tell him that he'd been selected for the all-star team. And he got emotional, emotional. but he, he like stopped himself. And then they had an interview with him later and he was like, yeah, I didn't want to turn into that Jordan thing. Or <laughs> <laughs> like... And that was the first time I ever heard of it. Like, I didn't right. know about it before that. Right. Um, well, I've now seen 15 pictures. Yeah, it's Hulk a meme. Hogan. It's a meme. Michael Jackson. It's the a meme. Digi. It's a meme. It's a, he knows it's a meme, but that's it. why he's, he's he's saying, talk about it. Like, what, what are your personal feelings? Like, hey. the crying, basically what you're saying is he wrote the crying Jordan meme, and you're saying it's a meme. That's your that's your analysis of it. Jordan. I'm actually going to, I'm going to come in and also say it's a meme. <laughs> All right, I can do. I think I can dig trenchant deeper. analysis can, here on I'll the Long Shot Podcast. Yes, it's a meme. Oh, I thought it was like a question. There's no question mark. No, I'll I'll dig deeper. Mm-hmm. Do is that exploitative to <laughs> to use a person's express facial expression of sadness? It's um, I think joy or joy. Is it joy? It doesn't I mean, come across really, as joy. No, yeah. He looks really distraught. I mean, yeah. he looks devastated. I'm sure it was just overwhelming emotion and it wasn't sadness, but it looks like sadness. Right. I th- I'll tell you this much. If I were turned into a meme, certain pictures, certain expressions, I'd, k- I'd kill myself. I'd kill myself. <laughs> I think that does fuck people up sometimes. I, I think so, too. I think, by, uh, speaking of Bu- Jeb Bush dropping out, I think- Not dropping out, actually- Suspe- suspended. suspended suspended all right i Which think is a bunch of bullshit he dropped out i think that there's I, I i think he's had to see some of that i think anybody in that public eye but especially the candidates right now they see the way they're perceived the way people joke about them you know i mean the way other candidates go after them trump basically from the it's begin- not even other candidates it's trump well, Trump. Trump set Trump the tone for the yeah, whole thing. Trump, Trump, Trump called Jeb gate. Bush low energy like right. four months ago, and right. he was done and was after done. that. I know. It was like, it was a killing blow, and he was never able to get back up. And then you know, so you know, as a person, like, everyone is thinking of this about me, mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do. And you're, you're paying a bunch of dudes in a room to figure out how to get around it, and they weren't able to do it yeah and he's aware of that the guy's aware of that i mean now if anything maybe you can breathe a sigh of relief <clears throat> but as far as affecting you it's like yeah like of course like i, I think it's funny I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody just a mass media well it's funny because i, I was talking to my father the other day and we were talking about uh ted cruz who clearly is 
just a creepy, a weird, <laughs> unlikable person. Right. Like, just gross, you know? My dad was like, my dad goes like this. He goes, he goes, every time I see him, he, he goes, are you familiar with the musical My Fair Lady? Which, of course, I am. Right. And I said, I know what you're going to say. And it was, there's a song in My Fair Lady where they go, they go to a, a ball and he's trying to pass Eliza Doolittle off as high class. Right. And there's a guy there who is Hungarian. I don't remember his name, but uh, there's a line in the song that goes, he oiled his way around the floor, oozing mm. charm from every pore. And my dad, and I knew that was what he was going to say. And I was like, right. and that was what he was going to say. He was going to say, every time I see Ted Cruz, I think of that line from that song because he's so right. gross. Right. But the point my dad was making, to your point, was he must be very self-aware because everybody knows that about him and yet he's still willing to put himself out there and go, no, 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 I'm going to do a good job as the president. Right. And it's just fucking horrifying. That's the thing where it's like, we, we all have moments in our lives where we think we're avoiding something. I cannot imagine the mental stamina of denial. But to, I don't think of, it's even denial. Avoid- it's him going, I don't care what people think of me. I'm going to be president. I know See, no I one know. in the Senate See, likes me, but I think, but isn't that still the, isn't that, isn't the, okay. I think with anybody who wants to be president, you have to go way back to see how these things start forming mm-hmm. personality. Right. It starts did very you, young. Did you see this? There was a viral video of him like at 19 or something. Oh yeah. What was it again? It's like, it's like from college, it's like from a college video or something, uh-huh. a friend, might have even been like a it might have been senior high school graduation video or something and so like the kids the the friends like uh, asks him like what do you want to what do you, wh- what's your goal in life you know and he's like world domination like he's oh, just right, this right, cocky right. Yeah, yeah. this cocky kind of nerdy looking asshole mm-hmm. dude you know like not funny but that's the thing i think if 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 the seed from being in school from making the beginnings of making friends and how people see you, you still want some kind of, you still want people to think that you're a Maybe he thinks if I, if I cool. become president, people think I'm cool. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's the Also, ultimate, what's funny is when you're talking about revenge, this. I think that's like the revenge. Like, as you're talking about this. You are turning physically into a presidential candidate. No, no, no. You keep, you're like slashing and then indicating and pointing and going like this and then like this. And that's the thing I notice about all those guys is that they're constantly using their hands to emphasize right. every point they make as some sort of hand <laughs> gesture that goes with it. Um, and you were just doing that, which is hilarious. Well, it, I, I mean, I think if you're in politics, you're, you're someone who can be different people. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And I don't know who knows Maybe Maybe you're right. Maybe he doesn't give a shit. See, I think Trump doesn't give a shit. No, but I think Cruz wants to be cool. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Trump is cool already. Nobody's talking about this, but I think, uh, uh, a lot of dumb fucking dudes are voting for trump because they would just want to fuck his model third wife really i think so i think you know how they say like oh bush got elected because he was a guy you'd want to have a beer with right i think trump is the guy that they want to fuck his wife while he's watching 
<laughs> yeah, at the country club or uh-huh. something. What's going on right now? I have not kept up. It's, an, about it's an election. Jamie. It's an election. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, the, there you go, the Indigi. That's what the crying Jordan meme got us to, politics. Yeah. All right, Jamie Kaplan at... X Aston. X Aston. How Jamie, about, I believe, lives in Vegas and plays cards. Might be. Is it Jaime? Oh, Jamie. Oh, oh, Jaime. I'm sorry. And he has a little cat, I think, for his avatar. I don't know. <laughs> How about history? What if somebody had an avatar for their avatar? How about... <laughs> How about history? Whoa. Whoa. Any particular time, empire, war, figure interest you? I feel like he's Jamie, trolling me, basically. <laughs> but go ahead, Jamie. I'm going to focus on my favorite empire. The, the one that struck, struck back. back. You know what? No. Okay. Um, empire of the Sun. A oh, young... that's another movie. Christian Bale. Is it Christian Bale? It is. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was uh, the other one. Harry Hamlin? No. I think this is good. This is free form. George Clooney? You no. went to a movie. Michael Keaton? No, Robert Downey Jr. No, young uh, something Fox? Is there a, a guy with the last name Fox? Michael J. Fox? No. Matthew Fox? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can totally Fox and the Hound? The Fox and the Hound. The first movie I ever saw in a theater. Five years old, four years old, something. The oh. Fox and the Hound. That's yeah, so you remember that. Yeah enchanted by it so why do you like the empire of the sun so much <laughs> oh i don't know i was the only empire i could think of we're um, just free we're free associating so war. you're just randomly bringing up empire of the sun because it has the word empire in it yes going i'll go with them um, um i mean civil war i went to gettysburg as a kid and we did the whole civil war thing right and I remember what was your favorite part of that because i can the, tell you what my favorite part was the cyclorama what was that it was a, like you stand in the middle of the room and you look at everything. Three, that's going on, it's right? yeah. 360. It was a 360 like painting it, depiction oh, of the painting. entire war. Okay, right. That was really cool. Of the entire war or just of that battle? Oh, that battle mm-hmm. was crazy. And I remember there was a Hardee's restaurant somewhere around there. Hardee's. Of course, that's what you took not, away from the battle of Gettysburg. Like a, not in the painting no <laughs> in that town somewhere but i didn't know what hardy's we was. are gonna stand by this Hardy's restaurant and not allow those northerners to tell us whether or not we may get fries with us burgers <laughs> we gonna hurry on down to Hardy's where the burgers are charcoal bro <laughs> i'm imagining chunks of biscuit on this guy's mustache and beard. And some dude is just playing the saw in the background. Because <laughs> that's the only instrument they had. Oh, man. So what you took away from the Battle of Gettysburg was the Hardys. No, I'm not uh, free associating here. <laughs> I just here. remembered. But Hardys, there was like one in the valley growing up, in the San Fernando Valley, that later became a, a Carl's Jr. Or I think Hardys was this the precursor to Carl's this Jr. This is history. And if you think about it, this is history. In it's a way. literally history. Ken Burns's Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 346. Dear Martha, <laughs> it's been so long since I've had onion rings. <laughs> I'm in a field hospital helping the surgeon saw off legs, and all I can think about is a roast beef sandwich. And Chris Cut. And I don't know what Chris cut means. (laughs) 
Now I'm hungry. Me too. Um, no, I mean, Sean, I, do you know about history? I, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Oh shit! I stand here by this Carl's Jr. that used to be a Hardee's, and I think about all our yesterdays and the times that went before the day we fired on Fort Sumter and thought. Now we'll be our own country with our own laws. They can't tell us what to do. States' rights versus it's not about slavery. Ready? Aim. <laughs> no, Gettysburg has a has a. Uh... Oh wait, we have a, a special call, I believe, coming up. Uh oh, who is it? We're gonna find out right now. Hello, <laughs> Colonel Chamberlain. Hello. Hello. <gasps> Oh my God! Hi. <laughs> Hi. Who is this? <laughs> oh no! Oh, you're a little. You're cracking up on us. Can you hear us clearly? I can hear you good. No, we can't really hear you very well. Oh no! You're you're totally breaking up on us. Are you breaking Hello. up with us? Oh no! Na- no, now you're clear. Say something. This is perfect. (laughs) This is a long shot. It's a new era, folks. A new day has dawned in the long shot. Amber, we miss you. I was just going to... I was just going (laughs) to... Oh, how was it going? Pretty good. How are you? Sean's just giving up. <laughs> this couldn't go worse if Amber on the fucking moon. <laughs> We're checking in with Amber. Who's, who's in the space capsule? <laughs> I was told this was going to go well. This is totally not your fault, Amber. No. <laughs> Amber, we missed you so much. Jordan crying meme. I would just be uh, over you guys, and you wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know what we wouldn't appreciate, but we definitely wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> Amber, we're. S- oh no! Oh my God, Amber, we're s- sorry if we interrupted anything. No, I um. I left the house for the first time in three days today. Because you've been ill? Who um, knows? Who knows why? <laughs> I've, I've been ill. Oh, God. This is like talking to my parents. Um, <laughs> talking to your what? Parents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have great... This is going to be... This is going to be What? Amber, are you eating? <laughs> uh, Amber, I, I guess. Click. <laughs> are we cutting out? Amber, it was a pleasure to have you on the show today. <laughs> I think it was worth it. The next time it'll be better. Feel better, Amber. Seriously. Uh,
Well, that was uh, so the battle. That was pretty much what I expected. Uh, more casualties there than the battle of Little Round Top. Yeah, mm-hmm. what was tr- more tragic? Battle of Little Little uh, Speaker Issues. Does anybody want to take over? No, you keep going. All right, here we go. Will Kauf, K O U F, Koof, Koof, or Kauf at Silver Kauf Emulsion? K A U. Will Kauf at Silver Emulsion says colored pencils. Now that's obviously a trope on this show because obviously we did do an episode called Colored <clears throat> Pencils, right. which was a ridiculous topic. It ended up being fine, but that became a joke after a while. <laughs> Because Eddie would always say colored pencils when we said, right. what you know should we talk about? Because he was angry about that. Um, so this guy did that not. That was Todd Levin was that mm-hmm. was the oh. guest on that episode. It was great. This guy, Will, did not take this question seriously then. Or he did, and he just loved what we talked about on that episode I and thought this would spark more. I got a coloring book. I think book. he's making a joke. You got a coloring book. My mom bought me a coloring book, and it's these ornate, elaborate, uh, I have a similar designs. story, but keep going. But the wait, theme, wait, I'm sorry, you're recently like a week ago. It's a new thing now. I know adults adult color, and yes. I, I I love it. Um, but the, this book, do is, you get high and just like color for a while? I at work, at work, at work. Yes, but it's, the, it's just a bunch of different whirlwinds. <laughs> I have seven thousand emails. What's Jamie doing? He's uh, he's coloring, coloring a whirlwind. <laughs> it helps me. Uh, but sure. my mom got it. Uh, it's kind of making fun of the coloring book theme. Uh, oh, it's already a riff on the coloring. Although it's like theme. these words. In what sense? Like, it it'll say like "fuck face" or uh, "cunt" or what? Oh, I thought it was going to be like drawings of people of adults with their coloring books. No, like it, I'm it's a just, loser. It's always a bad word. Like, um, so your mom got you the cunt coloring book? Yes, mm-hmm. but it still looks like it's just as fun to color. Just. You know, it's a little bit uh randy, a little bit uh. So it's gonna punch you. It's gonna punch you in the face. Punch me in the face. Are you coloring the words? Dicks or? I think dick is a page. Oh, just the word dick, not a dick. No, not a dick. But it's just the word, and then like you know, it's all very fancy. When you're done coloring, are you gonna put it up somewhere on like your fridge or something? I think it might be good Instagram fodder, or maybe gifts. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I don't know. But yeah, it was, my, it was my birthday, and Jamie just gave me a piece of paper with a colored in word dick on it. <laughs> I didn't get it. It's an original No, he worked, he worked very hard on that. <laughs> During office hours. At work, yeah. <laughs> and then you, you cut to the insert of it, and it's just the classic red, this red <laughs> scrawl that just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> we need to talk about Jamie. Mm. Um, well, in a similar vein, on... At Christmas time this year, for the first time, usually at Christmas time, because I have such a big family, we do a, a Secret Santa thing where you don't have to buy presents for everybody. You just buy one right. thing for one other person. My brother usually picks out names and doesn't tell anybody who anybody has, and right. eventually at Christmas time. But but this year, my other brother insisted, oh, let's do this Yankee Swap thing. Do you guys know what a Yankee Swap is? I've heard of variations. It's like you put... you. You put a bunch of press, like everybody buys one thing and puts it in the middle, and right. and you take turns. You pick up a thing, you open it, and you can either keep it or take something from a person who went before you and put your thing back in right. the pile. So you can the you can take somebody's present. That's what makes it a 
a swap. Fun tense thing. It was a disaster. <laughs> fun tense. It was a disaster. First of all, it's fun tense. Uh, Did anyone think. put like a Don Mattingly rookie card? No, there was nothing. There's a price limit too, but I didn't have anything. So the date. First of all, I like a jerk. I put two things in, and that just fucked up the math for everybody. They were like, "There's an extra." Who did somebody not one like more? Yeah, uh, which I thought was hilarious. But one of the things I got was I got a coloring book. And a thing of colored pencils. <gasps> Hello. Will. Hello, Will Koof. Um, but the colored pencils, I didn't even look at them. And they were all various shades of flesh tone. Whoa. Like, I thought they were just, you know. Specifically. Roy G. Biv. Yeah, right. Sure. Specifically, <clears throat> like, flesh tone. But they were all, like, various shades of right. flesh tone. So my father picked that thing out and he was like, uh, it's a coloring book. And then, uh, is this makeup? What? Like he didn't even know what it was <laughs> and I didn't know what it was. Like it was this whole confusing thing. Did you end up with it? No, he ended up with it. Um, I stole his thing ultimately, which was like a really cool photograph <laughs> of Times Square. Uh-huh. But uh, I just thought it was funny that I was dumb enough to not even realize that I had bought these terrible colored pencils to go with this coloring book, you know, flesh. Wait, you you bought them. I bought them. Yeah. Oh, Um, but you weren't even sure what they were. No, I didn't look at them. I just thought they were colored pencils. I thought they were. Yeah, I just grabbed them off the shelf. They were right next to the the coloring book. Will your (laughs) has your father or will your father ever? No. You could have no. It was like he took he it have an because incredibly there was diverse. There was like book. two things left. It was first of all the coloring book was all butterflies. So we were laughing about how many flesh colored butterflies there could possibly be. <laughs> that, that sounds like one of the most terrifying things. I mean, if I you saw a butterfly that didn't have color and but flesh, more of a flesh skin, tone. <laughs> dude, you have a butterfly on your face. I don't see it. I'm looking in the mirror. I don't see it. No, it's there. Oh, it's, it's there. Trust not, me, not majestic. Um. So we were laughing about that, but then also it was because, because this is what it was because there was so much tension of like, who's taking what from yeah, who right, and whatever. Right. My father basically fell on his sword and took the coloring book and the flesh colored pencils. Cause he was oh. like, let's just be done with this. Like let's, Bob's gone. let's get out of this. Fell on his sword. You know that expression. You know that one? I've heard it. It's from the Roman empire to go back to what we were talking about before. Well, well, you got your colored pencil action. Moving on. Oh, we didn't even really explore. What, oh, oh, you did, history. Well, you were. T- I'm sorry. You were telling the story. I don't want to finish that story. Right. But do you have a particular time in history that you? Uh, Jeez, I'm not. Yeah, I got. I I like the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> do you Moving, know that I was in that on, pilot? Then? Which, oh, wait. I love the 80s? I yes. love the 80s off of I love the 70s. Or no, not, not I love the 70s. I love the, the 80s 70s was the show. I love the 80s was the first of those shows. Of the Talking Head shows. Yes. Oh, and you were on that one. I was in the pilot. Weren't those but all then shot it got in picked New York? Up. Yeah. This right. was, I mean, that was a long time ago. Yeah, a long ago. time ago. Then it got picked up and they were like, we need somebody more famous. <laughs> and that right. was Michael Ian Black was the guy. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Wow. Little trivia for you. Uh, Do you remember what you talked about on that pilot? The only thing I remember is that I made a joke because there was a thing about um, Fonzie. Oh, no. Joni loves Chachi. 
and how in Korea that translates to Joni Loves Dick. Oh, right, right, right. And so Koreans thought that show was hilarious. And then later in the show, they were talking about how David Hasselhoff uh, was really popular in Germany. And I said, that's because Hasselhoff means David loves dick. And which was funny, but the problem was the crew all just like burst out laughing and stuff, which fucked it up. So then they were like, can you just do that again? So we don't, and it just wasn't as funny the second time, you know, because it was improvised. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like I had written that joke. I'm just like, I like laughs from behind the camera, by the way. Yeah. It was like when they were first starting out and they were really trying to get it right. I think, you know, I mean, it was the pilot, so they didn't want to have like sloppy, you know, giggling. Um, so yeah, I love the eighties moving on or else we're going to have a, Two and a half hour episode. Inspuck. <clears throat> Inspuck <laughs> at Tutrell. It sounds like you're seeing email addresses. I'm just reading what's on the page. Inspuck. Is the, Inspuck is their Tutrell. N- username. And the and their handle is at Tutrell. Yes. Tutrell. And Inspuck says, cheese. Oops. <laughs> cheese. Dinero. The big enchilada. This is like if we were an improv group <laughs> and we were getting the one word suggestions. You're saying we're doing like a uh, well, like that's how I feel. Like why don't we Jamie's, do? Jamie's approaching it like right. she, like he's just gonna. Also, geez. to be fair though, you just kind of left it hanging out there. Well, that's like you what, just I mean, went. No, you just what, went <laughs> like a good Inspuck at Tutrell says <laughs> cheese. cheese. Like, instead of asking a question, you just kind of put it out there. Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to follow up, You're though. running through these things, so do, the, che- do okay, the work. Okay, okay, okay. Cheese. Guys, what do you think about it? How, does it? how does it affect you? The only thing I would say in criticism of that okay. is that you made it a dual question. You still haven't focused on me or Jamie. You went, <laughs> guys, how do you feel about cheese? No, I think we should answer this one together. Do that simultaneously yeah. talking you know what, thing. Until we get Amber back on and ask her about cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, ja- Jamie, Sean, what? How, how, what? You're still asking both of us at the same time. No, let's answer at the same time. How do you, so? What? Is, what? Are Go some ahead, of your Jamie. What do you think about cheese? cheese? Dinero. What else? Uh, I think cheese. It can be very delicious. Uh, I, I think I've uh, we've all experienced the classic cheese plate where there's a variety of cheeses to choose. This from. is the height of inanity right now. I I this personally is classic low show poke. Love. Inspuck, whatever you planned, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what you wanted. Bread, uh, bread. <laughs> Anybody have thoughts on bread? Crusty. Dinero. <laughs> How much people? I think people spend a lot of money on. Cheese. I think people that I know that don't have a lot of money, I think they spend a lot of money on cheese mm-hmm. because it's become a new status thing. A stinky cheese. Like if oh, I'm, if I'm gonna eat cheese, I'm gonna eat like you know a fancy a Stilton, cheese. right? But I'll eat like a block of it because I'm still whatever an animal. But I think people try to think it's cool now. Ooh. I don't know what I'm talking. Who are you hanging out with? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, this is where we're getting into like non-specific stuff of just like, yeah, cheese is good. I like it, but some of it smells, but some of it doesn't, and it's good. And you, it's like curdled, and you know, there's good things. Stilton and uh, Jarlsberg. I just think I'm I'm putting out the observation that I think it's a new millennial thing. Like I think there's a resurgence and an interest 
in cheese. Oh, I'm sure there's a artisan craftsman cheese denizen. Well, I don't know. Let's you know what? Let's have some fun with it. What's each of our favorite cheeses? On three, ready? One, <laughs> two, Munster. <laughs> Munster. It's Munster. Look, you know what I think is underrated as a cheese? Good old fashioned cheddar. Cheddar is just the basis of so many things. This is where we wanted to get to. By the way, oh. you're starting to use your hands, Mister. We have the Civil War movie. If music? you if you if you try a good cheddar, you put it on a cheeseburger, you put it on macaroni and cheese, you put it on a bullet. I like brie. Oh, it's that's coming. When back. I was a kid, we used to go up to this. I've talked about this before. We used to go up to this place in the mountains near, uh, like, two hours north of where we lived. And handmade cheese. There was a no. There was a store in the little town there called the Last Chance Cheese Saloon. Holy shit! And you would just go in, and it was probably as big as this room, which is what twenty by twenty, twenty by thirty. It's twenty one. Twenty one by nineteen. (laughs) (laughs) That was an authentic Rain Man moment. No, it was him trying to make a joke about how, you know, we don't know how big the room is. Uh, and but it was just it. it was just filled with a billion different types of cheeses. So right. we would love to stop off there and get, you know. This is your last chance. We'd get three, and it's a saloon, so we had to be of age, right. but we had fake IDs. And the cheese came out of uh, taps. I was trying to make something interesting out of this cheese thing. Yeah, and you just really saying, are. No, no, you really are. Instead of saying, what? cheese is good. <laughs> no, I like cheddar. I like... Sean, you're saving the cheese segment for sure, because I just said I like brie. But you're t- you're, it's so a you real would... place that was a big part of my childhood. Yeah, right. Well, we and it. my mother just recently went up there. My parents went up there recently, and they were like, it's still there. So, right, right. folks at home, if you Google Last Chance Cheese Saloon... You might be able to get yourselves some bargains. Hey. Uh, Moving right along, Joe, take over. All right. Monty Brer Brer at Monty Brer Berio. Monty Brer Brer was taken, so he had to do Monty Brer Berio. Monty Brer Berio says, Lance Armstrong, please, XXX. I like Lance Armstrong. I think he's good. <laughs> I think he's good. My favorite, my favorite, favorite Lance Armstrong is Eddie Merckx. <laughs> Who's Eddie Merckx? He's another bicyclist. Oh. Do you so really Lance into Armstrong cheddar? A- Are you really into cheddar? No, I, I'm just saying I think it's underrated. Like everybody underrated. wants to go with all these fancy right, the cheeses, fancy but cheddar is great. Right. A let's good, be honest, sharp cheddar. Mm. All right. Let's be honest. Um... Lance Armstrong. So Lance Armstrong was a hero to millions of people, right? Because he he had he had ball cancer, correct? Came back from that and won all these Tour de France's, right? And then it turned out that he was just a cheater. I got no love for Lance Armstrong, Monty Brer Brer. If you're bringing it up to see Monty how Brer I Bear, feel. not Monty Brer Brer. Monty Brer Bear. I'm so I'm so sorry, Monty Brer Bear. I uh, I don't I don't care for cheaters. I don't endorse that. And if Lance Armstrong were in the same room with me, I would. 
beat him it's, up. It's so funny because I, I, I when when I got sick back in the two thousand early two thousands, right? Uh, you know, I didn't. I had no roadmap for what was going to happen to me or anything like that. And it's very easy, I think, in that situation to get very down and go, "Oh, this is never going to get better," and I'm right. whatever. And I found inspiration in Lance Armstrong. It was like, oh, he got really sick right. and he came back and he did all this stuff. And I bought like two different biographies or autobiographies. I don't even remember of Lance Armstrong. And I read him and I was like, oh, this is so. And then you find out the guy is just a fucking fraud right. to the nth degree. What did he do? He just took steroids? He took steroids. He took and steroids he's also just and then an he, asshole. And like then he... he I think he was involved in a lot, basically in a lot of covering up to make sure that that never got out and it right. got out. Right. Um, and he dated Cheryl Crow, which like, you know. Right. If it makes you happy. Um, <laughs> fun in the sun. Hey, you know, I, I now I want to amend what I said. I don't know if I would leave the room if he were in the room, but because. Because you think something bad would happen if you left? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he did on my girlfriend. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, you're right. He did inspire a lot of people. There's a lot of good done. But it was the same thing, the same feeling I had when I, Roger Clemens, you know, you, you right. read about the Roger Clemens legendary workout. Like he would, he would pitch and then the next day he had this thing he would do. And then, like right. he had three days after he pitched that he had this incredible workout that nobody could keep up with him on. And I was like, oh, this guy's <laughs> almost 40 years old and he's doing these amazing things. Same fucking thing. Right. Bullshit. He was just cheating the whole time. Right. right. You know, and I, I have no problem with athletes, professional athletes. I don't care if you want to use shit right. to enhance your performance, even if it's going to fuck up your health down the line. If that's what you want to do to make money. I don't have a problem with that, but let's not pretend that that's not what's going on. Right. Let's not pretend that I'm just physically gifted. Let's not pretend mm -hmm. that <laughs> I can do this with no help from anything because you can't. You, you let's not pretend. <sighs> that's all I have to Sean's say about that. Sean's on a roll today, baby. Yeah. That was good on a roll, Cheddar. Underrated. So, Lance. What about the movie? We don't Triple appreciate X? you lying. We don't appreciate you lying. I don't think please XXX means in, is in any way referring to the Vin Diesel. I remember the film. first time I saw the movie Triple X. The Vin Diesel action film? Or a Triple X movie. Or a yeah, no, no, no. The Vin Diesel action, action, action movie. movie. Yeah. They wanted that to be a new James Bond, by the way. That was like the intention of the I franchise. have talked about this on the show before. Because I saw Triple X with Greg Barrett oh. in Florida when I was on the road opening for him. Huh. It was one of the first times I ever went on the road. I didn't know Greg before we went on the road. Right. We went to the theater because we had, you know, we were there for like four days yeah. or whatever. That's a very common comedian to thing kill. to do if you're on the road is go see movies. We had such a good time. Like, sh like Greg is a, Greg is a clothes guy. Like he yes. loves yeah. to shop for clothes. So right. we went clothes shopping. I not only am I not a clothes guy, but I don't, I didn't have any You're money. You're a Lacoste, like sweatshirt. Probably. Right. I'm a clothes guy, but back then right. I was not a clothes guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never seen the Lacoste. Is that Lacoste, the, the alligator? Yeah. 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 It's a sweatshirt. Yeah. Look at them. It's very comfortable. Good. Very it comfortable. Um, but so we went clothes shopping and then we went to see this movie right. and we had such a good time because if you watch that movie at the end of every scene, there is a wise crack 
Like somebody has a wise crack. So I said to Greg at one point, like about 15 minutes into the movie, I was like, they definitely had somebody who was like the joke doctor on this movie who was like, I'm going to come in and give you guys a line at the end. <laughs> so after that, on every scene, it would get to the sort of the end of the scene and one or the other of us would go, bring in the joke doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and then there would be a line of like a joke. And I can't even remember. I mean, that was a long time ago, right, so I don't remember right. any of them. But if you go back and watch that movie. Uh, and then we came out, we were at this giant mall in Florida and we came out and we could not find Greg's car. He had rented a car. So we walked around for a while and then a security guard was there like riding on a bicycle. We were like, um, we think (laughs) our car was stolen. And he was like, it wasn't stolen. What did it look like? (laughs) And he just rode his bike around for like 15 minutes and he came back and it's like, it's right over there. Greg got sick by the way. Mm -hmm. And now he's making a big comeback. Yeah. He's doing very well. He did a show in the lab last night with his full band. It's awesome. I didn't know he was uh, sick. Yeah. Huh. Um. Hey, I guess, no, I guess what was I was going to say, was was gonna say something about. Uh, oh, oh I, I, you just remind me. This is a quick tangent. Uh, I, don't know, I just thought of it recently because I'm tired of it in movies. It's a very specific comedy thing. I'm tired of the scene where the the comic relief character is supposed to throw out five quick variations on the punch you look like this you look at that 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 have you noticed that in movies where it's like that new thing it's basically it's almost like a stand it's like a stand-up thing they play them all in the movie well yeah it's the thing where they cut it they cut it so that it's like i know sometimes they just let it go or sometimes they cut it so that just it feels like a like a riff streak but i just i don't know it just always takes me out of the movie it's like you want you know you're supposed to be watching a character and then suddenly i feel like Oh, they do open mics because it's just like well, they used to do that. It's like end. five, six of the same kind of riffs. They would play like like the bloopers at the end of a, a movie, right? They would show like all the takes, like right. And now that's like the scene in the, in movie, the yeah. movie. I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. I get it. Um, Rod, moving on. Rod Nunez at Rod underscore Nunez. It'd be cool if you chat about. Me. He's got a, a... Well, moving on. Cadence is the last <laughs> one. Cadence. It's very hard to chat about somebody you don't know. <laughs> well, I was going to bring up the, the, the tilde over his, the end in his name. He does have a tilde, Nunez. But not in his Twitter handle. But not... So that's actually begs a bigger question. Is Twitter racist? Yeah, are they allowing for uh, accoutrement? Uh, t- I think they do. Like, can you put an know. accent? I don't, I don't know. Can you put an umlaut in your Twitter handle? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can say something about a tilde in Spanish. If you write A-N-O with a tilde. Año. Año. It's a year. Mm-hmm. No tilde. Ano. Anus. Mm. So that tilde, very important. And there is one particular year in the Chinese cycle <laughs> that in Spanish is you know. Año de Ano. <laughs> yes. That's a tough year to be born in. Were you, are you a year of the ass? Hmm? Are you the year of the ass? Ooh, burn. First of all, it was anus, not ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anus. Uh, no, I was 
Year of the Genius. Cool. Año <laughs> de genios. And fine, Rod, you're a great guy. Um, keep it, keep up the good work. Everything you're doing is perfect. Really good, and uh, we support you a hundred percent. But you know, there's some shit you got to work on too. Do you think his Do you think his real name is Roderick or Gerard? Gerardo. With a, with a tilde. I like Roderick. That's a good name. With a tilde. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does he want more Rod? If you want more of us talking about you, send fill out a personality questionnaire and send it to us. <laughs> we'll talk about it. What's that? Oh, Myers Briggs. Fill out the Myers yeah, Briggs. Fill out the Myers. Yeah, we need to have a little bit more info about you. We can know mm. if you're an INFP or a, you know, or a DTF. Cadence. Finally, here we go. Last one, everybody. Cadence. K hyphen dense. Like dense. At Mr. Bradford to you. I didn't get to make it to the live show y'all did this year. I would like to hear how that went. Maybe a few snippets. Did we, we didn't talk about that on the show, did we? We talked Briefly. about it together, but we didn't talk about it on the, I think we did. On the show a little bit. A little oh, bit yeah. in the checking in. Um, but we did talk. Cadence, actually, we have discussed going through that, the recording of that show, and possibly pulling some clips from it and doing a special low show po recap now is that really going to happen or is that one of those things where it's like oh we're going to no, talk to amber could, on the phone and then well, it's all just andrew we now have a producer it's, it's going to happen okay. andrew see andrew is on board and he's a great editor this is too. a new day i told you more of us coming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right and now finally or what do we want to do? Parting shots and then... The- yeah, yeah. Let's take All a break right. and we'll be back in Let's a moment. Let's take a break. Hey, thanks, thanks, Low Show Po listeners for contributing that shit. Hi, this is Dana Gould and you're listening to The Long Shot on your computer or personal MP3 player. We are back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It's time for a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. Joe and Jamie and I are here. So let's start today with... Joe. Well, this this is a bummer, but I just realized because what we were discussing before we came back on that I have been thinking about death a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about my mortality. Welcome to the comedy (laughs) podcast, The Long Shot. (laughs) Go on, Joe. Former top 200 comedy podcast on iTunes. Former top 200. (laughs) We slipped. Fuck. Top 500 comedy podcasts on iTunes. Um, I just, uh, do you guys, uh, do you ever, do you have those thoughts? Like, this is how they pop into my head. Like, you're going to die. Yeah, like it's going to be a falling over, like a keeling over. Like, if I'm getting up to do, like, like, let's say I just ate a bag of popcorn in my bed or whatever and then (laughs) (laughs) hypothetically you know how you do come on i looked at i kind of looked at andrew for a second like andrew you ever you know let's let's say i just siphoned down a (laughs) half gallon of pudding in my bed you know (laughs) (laughs) um no but i'm just saying chug 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 so then you get up you don't finish the whole bag because you have self-control, but you get up and then like, that's when I think like, if I just 
keep going? I always think aneurysm. Mm. Do you remember, you remember, you know, Mike O'Donohue, the famous comedy writer who was Mr. Mike? Eyes out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's my impression of Merv right. Griffin stabbing his right. eyes stabbing out with knitting needles. This is a guy, ah! you know, very famous, brilliant comedy writer. And he just had aneurysm. Just fell over dead. That's where, I, so I always think like, am I going to fall over? If I fall over dead here, then the bag, the popcorn goes. And then I'm, is this one of Eddie's bits? I just realized that. I'm no, sure no. it is. Maybe I don't know. He Most of the things cereal. you say are Eddie's bits. <laughs> yeah, that's why we brought you on. <laughs> Do you guys ever think about how you're slowly becoming somebody else? <laughs> but the I'm le- an insomniac. But Anybody le- else here an insomniac? But the less success, but the not as old version, so I'm not as bankable. <laughs> Damn it. No, I definitely have those thoughts. I, I, I once. Like, uh, how will you be found? That's the thing. How okay, will you so be check this found? Out. Check this out. <laughs> I have in my apartment a a wetsuit, right? A full on top and bottom wet wetsuit, right? And it just has sat on a shelf for years. And a while ago, I was like, "I've gained some weight. Is this thing still going to fit me?" Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I see where this is going. So I put it on. And the thing is, could you even breathe? Well, the thing is, the wetsuit zips in the back. I'm trying to think. You you like you you zip it up in the back, right? Like right. And it has like neck, kind of a hand right? sort of pull up. And right. then you put the you put the top on over that, right? So I got the thing on, and then what I had forgotten is that the reason you wear a wetsuit is not to stay dry because the wetsuit immediately soaks through, but it absorbs your body heat and keeps you warm. So I was in like, it was like 80 degrees in my apartment, right? Like it's not cold (laughs) and I couldn't get the zipper down. Like I couldn't reach behind me and get the zipper down. So all of a sudden I'm like (laughs) 200 degrees and I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like pouring sweat. The veins are pop- like I'm trying to reach over behind my back to get the zipper. I look like one of those one of those guys yeah, in front of the, the in front car of the dealership. car dealerships, just like trying. And I couldn't get it. And like veins are popping out on my forehead. I'm red faced anyway. And right. now I just look like a fire engine. And I was like, what if I die? Like like what if I have a stroke right now? What would people say? And die. He was in his and they suit. find me in my wetsuit in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and they would be like, he was into some fucked, fucked up, up shit. shit. So um, you you literally trapped your body uh-huh. in 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 a in a casing. Correct. Oh my god. Body yeah. glove. That is that's that's so well, why scary. did you put it on? Just, just to see just if it still see, fit. <laughs> like, should I get rid of this or not? But if even if it did fit, were you gonna go to the beach? No, I was just trying to decide whether to get rid of it or not. But no. what did you use it for ever? Surfing. You surfed? Yeah. Huh. Fun yeah fact. Back in the uh big big Wednesday. Um they, they used <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so so we used to call me the big moolah. So um did you, so how did it get off? I mean, you, I mean, eventually I got it. Like I, you, you know, were able to grab it. It was like gymnastics. Like I, you know, at any point did you have to kind of stop yourself to regain 
some composure? Like, did you just sit down? I never sat. I couldn't struggling? sit down. <laughs> you know? So you're just standing. Yeah, it was like bending back and forth trying to get this. Yeah, I like was crazy. out of water. Plus, you had you already had like seven jars of KY. Mr. And Mrs. Conroy, we have some bad news. Your son has passed away of a stroke. That's not the bad news. Uh, the bad news is he was... That's the good news. He was washed up f- into his own apartment from a wave <laughs> very far away. <laughs> and then there's a viral video of someone popping your belly. Yeah. <laughs> and it explodes. <laughs> yeah, it was... Wow, dude. Well, I'm, glad you did, I'm glad you didn't but, die. But anyway, day. I had that thought of like... Right. Not only just... Uh, am I going to die? But also, what if somebody finds me like this? You know, I guess now with social media, you could just quickly post, hey, if I die, you know, what I mean, like I wasn't I wasn't doing some weird fetish thing. I, I mean, I would take on. time out from s- trying to get out of this suit. Yeah. yeah. To post on social yes, media. Yes. Hey, guys <laughs> struggling with the wet suit. I'm trapped in a wetsuit. <laughs> Don't hurry over, but if I do die like this... It wasn't a weird sex thing. Don't hurry over. Or please hurry over. All right, that's my checking in. I'm I'm feeling so at zen about life that I'm thinking about death a lot. Mm, there you go. I get it, me too. I have been thinking about that a lot lately, though. I'm just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I this, this is too big to get into, but it basically what feels like hangs over my head all the time is like me getting older and my mom and my aunt getting older yeah and and and, you know you forget about it you go to shows you go to parties you have a nice time and and then just kind of creeps up on you Mm -hmm. oh fuck and i think it's and like i said dark days in january i'm looking for work i'm not there's a lot of time idle time right now and i'm just trying to you know not get sucked into it yeah anyway yeah wish me luck low show powers for there's also like for me there's like the health issues and like just being overweight and i talked at the beginning of the year about how i'm going to try to fix that and i will say to my credit i haven't even been working that hard i've been trying a little here and there since the beginning of the year i'm down 20 pounds at this point so wow yeah it's not just the black sweatshirt it's like i actually you know wow congrats on that dude thank you um so here's my parting shot i did not get to talk about history or particular time or empire or figure that interests me because you guys just moved right on to cheese (laughs) couldn't wait to get to that cheese subject well joe is leading that pickets charge is that the name of a charge the battle of gettysburg yeah yeah. this podcast is anti-intellectualism pickets charge was basically the end of tactics that had been used during the Napoleonic Wars because after that the machine gun was invented and you couldn't like the picket charge was basically walking across a field right and if you did that with somebody at the other end with a machine gun you were just like decimated and right. it took it took 60 years for people to catch up with that but picket's charge was the last time that somebody did that with Six, effect 60 years of Hey, being low down, run yeah. down towards that yeah. newfangled gun. Well, they no, got. there's that thing in World War One where oh my, there God. were machine guns, but guys species. would stick their heads up over the top of the trench to see and just get their faces. Oh. They wouldn't get killed, but they would get their faces blown off. So blown there was a off. huge market in 
oh, fake yes, faces right. after World I've War One. I've seen I. that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they're my my uh, they're like realistic face masks. Yeah, they that they used that the to ma- affect the majority on, uh, of the wound or the Boardwalk Empire. Right, this guy, right, right. Like that. Uh, I am fascinated by Thomas Cochran, who was the tenth Earl of Dundonald. Okay. Was he a Highlander? <laughs> there can be only one. There can be only one. I was a Highlander. Well, there can be only one, dude. What do you mean you were a Highlander? That was the name of my high school team. Oh. John Elway? They lost every Highlander. game because there was only one guy. <laughs> <laughs> we had a very bad season. <laughs> he was arrested for cutting people. But heads Sean off. Connery was there the whole time pretending to be Spanish. <laughs> you, um, you Spanish peacock. No, Thomas Cochran was the guy that the character who I love Jack Aubrey in the Patrick O'Brien novels was based on. And he was a sailor in the British Navy during the Napoleonic Wars. He had a title though. He was a, he was, he was no, an Earl. nobility. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but an advent, an adventure type then? Or? Well, I think everybody did their part back then. Right. Right. You know? Right. It wasn't like, Oh, I could stay at home at the family estate or right. I could go off to sea. Right. And in fact, I think he was, he was already, you know, fairly established in the ranks in the Navy before his, like they knew he was going to become the Earl, but his father was still alive. So it wasn't like he was, you know, but he, um, yeah. So he fought in the, in the Napoleonic Wars and was, you know, very successful. Um, he then became embroiled in a scandal, a stock market scandal and lost his, um, his rank, his position, and was actually pilloried, which was a which was a punishment they did at that time. Right, where for an hour you would have to stand in a you, you know what the stocks are. That's where you right. put your head and your hands through the thing. The pillory is basically the same thing, only on a grander scale, where you're up on top of a podium and yeah. everybody gets so everybody comes and throws rocks and vegetables and whatever. And that was the punishment they gave to these people. Right. Um. And I don't know all the details, but basically what happened was he had bought all this stock in this particular thing and somebody came and said, this was in like 1814, somebody came and pretended to be a French officer and told everybody in London that Napoleon had passed away. And obviously news, I like how I said it very delicately, like I didn't want to say Napoleon was dead. Napoleon passed. He's passed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But they said Napoleon's dead, so the war is over. Right. And he and five other guys all sold their stocks in this particular thing as the stock started to rise and made a tremendous amount of money. And then it turned out this guy was a fraud. Mm -hmm. And so they were, the the six of them were convicted of this stock rigging scheme. He maintained his innocence for the rest of his life and eventually was... Uh, reinstated to his rank right but he ended up leaving uh england and he became the head of the chilean navy while they were fighting their war of independence against spain right then he went and became and i don't remember the exact order but he became the head of the brazilian navy while they were fighting their war of independence then he went to greece and became involved in that war of independence like this was all during the 1820s and 1830s right then he came back to england and he became this big admiral and had some big title i don't know he just had a fascinating life yeah, to me, right. you know it, it, it's i mean and he lived to be 85 like he was 
in right. all these wars for like right. 50 years. Right. And he died in a wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a it was a wetsuit, not a wetsuit. <laughs> no, he just he pissed on himself. He right. pissed on right. himself. Right. He was old. But so I, anyway, I, look him up on Wikipedia at least. There's also a great biography of him. Thomas Cochrane, C O C H R A N E. It was, a, and he was a dick. Like he, he hated authority. Like he couldn't deal with people in charge of him. You now, know? as a, Which as I love. a history buff as you are, do you do you like to read the primary source, like letters, or sometimes, yeah. sometimes it can be a little oblique. I know it's you know? T- it, it's it's, it's hard to get to read letters and to truly try to delve into the the language of expression in that way, right? Um. But anyway, I was just going to say because uh, um, what a great time! What a great time though to be basically a military man, and then and and basically hop from we're all over the world, <laughs> war to war to yeah. war, right? In a position of authority too, right. like you're right. not just some fucking dude no. who's like, I'll, I'll no. fight for you right. guys. It's like I'm sure they they solicited him, <laughs> right. you know? Like right. the Brazilians were like, you did such a good job with the Chileans. <laughs> yeah. How'd you like to get involved in our navy? Right, right, right. Oh, really? How much are you going to pay me? Yeah, you know? it's like being a showrunner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only more violent. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, unless it's showrunning Sons of Anarchy. Fascinating history corner with Sean Conrad. Uh, Jamie. Parton shot. Mm-hmm. Parton. Dolly Parton shot. That's funny. I was going to bring up Dolly Parton. Um, my sister, as a child, uh, loved Dolly Parton. We grew up listening to her. Okay. We'd play a lot of Dolly Parton tapes in the car. And she had a song called Me and Little Andy. And it's the saddest song ever. Huh. This poor little girl shows up at Dolly's, seemingly Dolly's doorstep in the rain. Right. And she has nowhere to go. She brings her in, and I think it ends with Andy, Andy's voice as she goes to heaven. Poor little Andy. Wait, and she does who so goes Dolly, to heaven? Andy, the little girl that shows up on Dolly's doorstep. doorstep. <laughs> and she does this voice. It's this amazing Dolly thing where she does this little girl's voice. Right. Me and little Andy. But I think at the end, you hear the whispers. That sounds of her, amazing. Of, of poor Andy <laughs> and her gotta dog. It's got to be a new drop. Oh, she has a little dog. <laughs> She's a little dog. Um, anyway, it's a sad song, but my sister... No, I, actually, I think she did it. She made a video for um, 9 to 5 or something where she falls over and we were all convinced that she was going to get... Working a, 9 to 5. <laughs> in her classic little girl voice. Did you hear this song recently? Did it pop, did it pop into your head? No, it, it, more freeform. More freeform. More freeform. The uh, song, the Dolly Parton song that you're... But no, I, I, I think everyone should download it. Our, our fans, should, uh, maybe we'll put a link on the website. Producer. Uh, oh, I've been, by the way, I just want to, a quick shout out. I think, Andrew, you've done a great job with the music. Last couple episodes, you had, you found the chicken nugget. Oh, yes. Jingle. Which wasn't McDonald's. Did it was Wendy's, uh-huh. right? Dude, remember he told that story about the chicken nugget jingle? I don't jingle? listen to him. <laughs> Okay, he told the story about the chicken jugget, <laughs> chicken jugget, the chicken nugget jingle at was, was a basketball celebrate. game. Yeah, it was like it was a play off of um, Cool and the Gang celebration. Oh right, and you right. were saying it was yeah. McDonald's. Turns out it was Wendy's. Andrew found it, and it ends that episode. It just starts playing up, and it's like, yeah, we're gonna. What is it? Nugget. There's a party. Nuggets <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you remember those chicken nuggets showed up at your doorstep <laughs> in the you rain? <laughs> <laughs> took them in. Hey, little guys. Uh, Great job, by the way, Andrew, with that. Great job with that. And yeah, that's awesome. The last one ended with um, the cereal music. Cereal music. That I did oh, hear. Yeah, good one. So I guess uh, in keeping to low show po tradition, we need to end on a inspirational note. Uh oh. So I got nothing, dude. Do either of you have something uh, inspiring to say? <laughs> I like Brie in the eighties. That's pretty much Any it. Any words of wisdom? A nugget? Keep it up, man. Keep it up. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. That's our note to everybody. Do a better job than a worse job. There you go. Andrew, do you have anything? A word of wisdom? Uh, I don't know if this is too overly sentimental, but uh, did you guys see the thing about Steve Martin doing stand-up for the mm-hmm. first time? And like, and I think this quote is attributed to him, so it's kind of timely, but just the uh, the idea that no one likes to see you trying. Oh. No one likes to see you trying. I would counter that. Fuck you, Steve. No, no, no. No. Well, it's funny that you say that. No one likes to see you trying because I was just thinking like, what would I say right now if I really was put on the spot? And the thing is like, I get very uh, angry at myself for saying, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to work out and get in shape and yeah. yeah. And then I fail at some point. Right. And then I get angry at myself and then that's just not productive, you know? So I know that. Yeah. Right. So what I have decided to do is instead of, you know, uh, instead of like going, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why have you not done anything in four days? You fucking piece of shit. You lazy fucking All right, you mother. Okay. Sean fucker. Thanks. And the people next door called the me. cops because I was yelling at myself <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, they were like, we were afraid he was going to hit himself. Um, but the flip side of people don't want to see you trying is keep trying. That's my thing is like, right. You know what? I'm just going to keep trying. Yeah. I think it's a, I think he, Martin was referring to like in comedy. It's just like trying too hard, like trying to overly impress the room or trying to right, like talk I guess, yourself up. I think there's that trying. And then I think the trying that you're referring to Sean, which I think is very true actually when, I mean, you just talking about, uh, losing 20 pounds like if you if you're trying yeah, to because i just keep trying even though i fail along right, the way right then i go back and go you know what i'm gonna right. try again right um right because you never know gonna how keep it's trying gonna i know no one work. likes to see me trying but i'm gonna right. keep trying no but that's the thing i think people don't want to see me trying <laughs> well maybe not specifically if you're in a wetsuit <laughs> although now that i think about it i'd love to see that but i think there is something you said for when you start to lose weight or your exercise and maybe you put it online, you know, cause that's how people see th- shit now and people do see you're trying and they can be very supportive. So there's that kind of see you trying. Mm-hmm. No, I think people, there's two different tries. And people go, Hey, keep trying because you're doing great. Or like, you know, they give you that little thumbs up. Also, if you're on a rugby team, keep trying. Cause that's how you score. You score tries and you want oh. to win the game. Sorry, what were you going to say, Andrew? I was just going to say versus like coming into every room and talking about how great you are at losing weight and stuff like that. The two different types of trying. You're telling me to (laughs) shut the fuck up. (laughs) I am so great at losing weight. (laughs) 
Can you imagine a fat hey, folks, guy it's nice this? to be here at the improv. Just so you know, I've lost 20 pounds since the beginning of the year. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like some comics do that. Hot room. Thank you. Hot, no, well, hot room. Bye. Come out and say but like something celebratory. But there's got to be a joke there. Like It's like, I've lost 20 pounds since the beginning of the year. Right. That's right. I dumped my girlfriend. Yeah. Ah, thank you. She was an infant. I used to, I, oh my God, dumb. Uh, I used to do the joke, I used to do the joke when I was about 30, 40 pounds heavier uh-huh. of tapping my belly and going, the, f- the last five are always the hardest. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, Kay Dents, who is at Mr. Bradford to you, who by the way is Nathan Bradford, who got me to be in his fantasy football league this oh, year. Wow. And then, and I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And of course I never looked at it. So I have no idea if I even, I'm sure I was last in his league or whatever. I'm so bad at fantasy football. Uh, But he, he wanted Jamie and myself to do some freestyle rapping, to do, to have a freestyle rap battle. And Andrew has come up with a beat for us. Can we? Uh. Go ahead, Jamie. Uh huh. Oh shit! What? Check it out. Long shot. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. That's right. Long shot. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. One, two, three. I like to go to the movie show. That's the movies tonight. I like to see my favorite actors doing what I think is right, which is to deliver moving performances that take me to another place. And I like movies that are about an Olympics race. The decathlon. Underrepresented in cinema history. But there was one movie that changed it all. The movie where they have the song that goes... That was parodied in the movie Vacation when they're running towards Wally World. All right, check it. Take it to the next place. Sean, what you got? Man. Jamie. Here we go. Uh. It's coming up. I'm glad that you battled me and said yes but I heard you talking and it was kind of a fucking mess you know when you see a liquid and there's matter in it it's called particulate well when you get on the mic I feel like you're a little bit inarticulate oh Oh, hell no um check it uh battle raps go uh you drink so much water you're so full of H2O that when you're in your fucking wetsuit, you can't even flow. Fair enough. <laughs> Can I get a little more bass in the headphones? A little more bass. Oh, you want to go like that? Jamie, you're like a flag. It's been unfurled. All you talk about is how you're in a wind. That's world. Yo, Jamie. Check it out. Hope I've explained myself fully. Here's 75 cents, bitch. Now, who's a bully? 
Oh shit. Oh no. Classic reference. Hey, 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 check it. Get on your knees. It's time to grovel because up above my head is a fucking ship novel. You can't get to it because I'm so tall. I'm standing on a wall. <laughs> you can't get this ship novel. If you fucking tried, check it. I'm reading about this guy based on Thomas. Cochran. Cochran. Oh, shit. So many fun facts. Right now, I'm learning about how they build the sub part of the ship. That's called... The... Keel. Keel. <laughs> That's like the perfect battle break. Where the... Um, I don't know if that was successful, but I, I want to do that. I had more, but that's fine. Let's I, end I, there. That's it. That was I our... I hope, you, I hope you liked it, Nathan. And I think we need to do battle raps, all of us, every show. That is part of the, this new season, no? No. I thought you guys... You, yes, you did battle, but also you helped each other out. There was a great moment where Sean said, fair enough, which I've never heard in a battle. <laughs> a rap, ba- rap battle. Remember that one scene in 8 Mile? Uh, fair enough. You made great. some salient points. Great job, guys. <laughs> that was to Mr. Bradford to you. Uh, uh, folks, this is the long shot. This has been the long shot. Amber, we missed you. Yes. We missed you, Both Amber. when you were not here and also when you were <laughs> supposedly on the phone. <laughs> but orbiting Mars. Could have been anything. I missed her more when we were talking to her. Um, but yeah, thanks for being here. And we will see you next time on The Long Shot. Late one cold and stormy night, I heard a dog barking. Then I thought I heard somebody at my door knocking. I wondered who could be outside in such an awful storm And then I saw a little girl with a puppy in her arms For past and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, join us online at thelongshotpodcast.com And this here is my puppy dog, its name is Little Andy Standing in the bitter cold in just a ragged dress Then I asked her to come in and this is what she said Ain't you got no gingerbread? Ain't you got no candy? Ain't you got an extra bed for me and little Andy? Patty cake, a baker's man, my mommy we was all alone and didn't know what else to do I wonder if you'll let us stay with you Giddy up, trotty horse, go on to the meal Can we stay all night? If you don't love us, no one will I promise we won't cry London Bridge is falling down My daddy's drunk we was all alone and didn't know what we could do. We wondered if you'd let us stay with you. She was just a little girl, not more than six or seven. But that night as they slept, the angels took them both to heaven.
got no gingerbread? Ain't you got no candy? Ain't you got an extra bed for me and little?